Welcome. Uh, we're live with our first weekly recap. Who's excited? Oh, yeah. Finally got to watch some football this weekend. Yeah, I know. It's um, It was a great week one, don't you think? I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean... We we got everything we could have ever asked for. We got missed field goals, a tie. You know, we got all the all the different fun bingo bingo board things that you want. So I I was happy. Yeah. Um, what was like your one biggest thing that you like took away from it? Like, if you had to just pick one. Ah. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to go with, you know, everyone saw the Thursday night game. It's, oh, you know, Cooper Cup's not going to regress. It's he's just chugging along. He's going to be the wide receiver one still. It's like, yeah, those things all can be true. But Justin Jefferson has transcended that, it looks like. And it it was just so awesome seeing him. And obviously we'll get to him and, and get more in depth about about that game and you know a little bit more about what he did but he just looked so great and you know yeah. obviously they they as a team looked pretty good and and the other side of the ball did not so <laughs> happy monday looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on week one yeah no it's, it's gonna be exciting I'm yeah no I'm f- absolutely happy monday yeah no it's it's gonna be great it, like do we like the theme the theme this little theme maddie big chest made this so um, I, I think it looks pretty good. Uh, I have Fun a little background one for when Ryan eventually shows up. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I, I think it's a nice little fun background. Uh, you know, yeah, let's see. So let's go to the, the show sheet. So yeah, as always, if you're here, uh, like the video, leave a comment, subscribe and hit the notifications bell. Those things always help me out. Uh, if you're watching it after leave a comment. Uh, you know, down below. I also have a new thumbnail for this, uh, which I made. So hopefully y'all y'all like it. Um, but uh, you can kind of see I, I designed that myself. Also from Maddie Big Chess helped me with the te- uh, template. But I, uh, you know, I put in the image and uh, chose that for this one. AJ Brown, as we see. Um, uh, uh, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I had a great time doing it. I do think that was the best stuff I've had in a long time. Uh, I think that I really like doing start sit. Uh, that show is going to continue throughout the season. Um, yeah, I, I think usually I kind of suck going solo. Uh, but oddly enough, that was one, probably my best show in a long time. Uh, so I don't know. Sometimes I do think, uh, the uh, back and forth actually doesn't help, uh, with me in terms of content with start sit. I feel like I don't need it. I feel like with start sit, I'm better off with just me. Uh, and just giving my ranks, and that's you can get a lot out there that way. I feel like the dialogue for Start Set actually takes away for, from the show. Unlike a recap or a dynasty show, I feel like the dialogue is important because you need different perspectives. Um, for a Start Set show, I actually feel like it's better to just go and do it. And, and you know, some of the best ones I've watched in the past are solo. I mean, Mike Wright has been doing solo fantasy uh, footballers forever, and I always think it's great. I always think it's great because you just get the info, and when someone else from them comes on, does it solo? It's the same thing. I, I do think starts it better solo, whereas Dynasty and you know recap football discussion I think is better as a discussion. This is my opinion. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not putting myself down. I just think it's better. You know, I think it's better. Uh, there starts it again. I think it's better solo. These shows I think are better as a discussion. 
but I did think that was some of my best stuff. So I'll try to bring some of that energy over, even if it's a different format over here. Um, but yeah, I had, I had a lot more energy on that show. Maybe it's because starts. It's probably my biggest passion. I mean, it's probably the thing I enjoy the most. Probably enjoy it more than I do uh, the other stuff. So, you know, it comes out when you enjoy something. And I do always enjoy the in-season content. I love football. I love football. I, I like Dynasty throughout the rest of the season, but I, I don't have the same passion about that as I do um, the, you know, the weekly stuff in season. Um, all right. I'm so hyped about Justin Jefferson. I'm so glad I joined so many Dynasty Leagues last year. Yeah. Yeah, it is going to be almost impossible. That's true. Uh, are you worried about Kamara? Um, eh. Oh, Ryan's here. All right. Now I got to oh, go. Don't worry. Oh, this is not looking how it's supposed to. Because <laughs> it's the, the, the text is raised. You have to how do, do I it. Fix? Oh, yeah, how do I, I fix it. that? I got it. All right. Can you fix that? What do I need to? Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> let me. When you fix that, I will go to the next thing um, on the sheet, which is the monetization stuff. So as you know, uh, there are super chats, there are super stickers, uh, there are channel memberships. The channel okay, membership try it is now. Uh, try now. Try now. No. No, you got the other layout. Uh, this one. Yeah. Ah. The com the comment should work now. I, I okay, think. let's try that. Let's try to pull up a comment. All right, we're good. There we go. All right. There we go. <laughs> now, uh, Maddie Big Chest did such a good job of making these. I wanted Facts. to make sure we could use it. He's really been great. He's been working with me on the thumbnails too. He's a he's a superstar. You follow him on Twitter. He really you know knows what <laughs> he he's did doing the newsroom stuff that. too. Yeah. No. He's 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 like a monster. Incredible, yeah. Am I worried about Camara? Um. Not really, but I was worried about Camara before we started. So I'm not more worried about Camara. Usage was strange, though. Wow, Taysom Hill, uh, going to be a thorn in our sides, isn't he? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Did you see my Mark Ingram tweet? I don't think so. I was like, oh, well, I tweeted a lot during the game. Someone told me, oh, you know, you should tweet. These tweets are overreactions, and I'm like, they're reactions. What do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want? I, I, they're reactions. I'm live tweeting. What do, what do you want? But no, Mark Ingram looked like shit. Like he's looked for the last year and a half. He looked like garbage. <laughs> um, so I don't know why they gave him so much work. Uh, I only think of these two. I think only Mitchell is going to miss extended time. And uh, the Steelers offense running. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. I, so I, I don't think we can limit it to running. It's the Steelers' offense. Yeah, well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, Deontay was, looked good. Yeah, well, Deontay looked good, but they were last in converting on for, uh, new first downs. Converting, yeah, so not so good. New series then. of downs. They're what fifty-two percent last. Pretty bad. Yeah, um, not good. Mitchell. I mean, Jeff Wilson is the backup, but I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you would think. Tyrion Davis Price would get in there eventually, but he was a healthy scratch in week one, so that's not good. And Trey then Sermon all over again. Jordan Mason, uh, he didn't play. I mean, even after he didn't get in the game, I don't. If he got in the game, I didn't see it. So I was looking for it. I didn't see it. We have football. Yeah, no, we do. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. I honestly think that was that was insane. I can't believe we actually did that. 
That was that was refreshing. Was nice it's refreshing yeah, to do it now. Refreshing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking, really. Honestly, don't ask me. Uh, Saquon RB one. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh yeah. Um, what this do you think about one. Robinson getting more touches than ETN? He sure looked good. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it's interesting. Uh, Deontay got his targets. Yeah. Well, I think everyone thought he would get the targets. All right. Uh, what else do I have to do? So we talked about the monetization. Uh, you know, that's out there. Uh, my Patreon. Um, yeah. If you like my, <laughs> you want these start sit rankings that four to 500 people thought were worth asking me questions about. I didn't get to all the questions. You know, I'm human. And Twitter uh, thinks I'm a robot because I answer the questions so quickly. They don't like that. They don't like that I tweet so fast. Um, <laughs> you can always sign up for my Patreon and, uh, you know, get those get those rankings. I can put the link in the chat. Um, it's, it's also in the video. The, the link is in the video as well. So, But there, but there it is. Uh, so you can sign up for it there. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good value. And then, you know, I did, what was I going to say? Right. So I have um, the people from Boost that give me a promo. <laughs> so I actually read it <laughs> instead of just making it up uh, like I've been doing in the past. All right. So many overreactions and it's only week one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's uh, that's how people yeah. are, right? I mean, we overreact to everything. Uh, I, I haven't. Any- I don't, uh, oh, my bad. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. Uh, I was about to say, I don't think I've seen a tweet that hasn't been a victory lap or an overreaction this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. That's what week one's for. You know it. Got that one right. (laughs) You know it, right? I mean, we can count on one thing. It's that. All right. Well, we'll go go to this later. It's a big question. Um, Yeah. So here's uh, what I wanted to say about Boost. They have a called the boost bowl so there it's like a promotional event so basically the way it works is uh you know there's 32 people i think it's 32 te- like 32 teams they're battling for like merch and then the top five get prizes again though i think the main thing i would recommend is people go it's at boost underscore fantasy follow them on twitter you can get more details about these kind of things um but yeah, eventually they're going to move into like other sports um, and, you know, maybe get me more more involved. Although I, I've been, as you can tell, <laughs> I've been very swamped on my own, uh, my own stuff. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I think everyone should check that out. It'll be cool. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Grim, so from Grimley, CH and Sanders produce, but their backfields still look very murky and like a pseudo committee. What What do we think about that? I mean, I I do think the backfield isn't, it's not just them being the clear cut RB1 in either of those situations, but I do think they, they showed that they're the clear leader of the committees in those offenses. So I think we like to see that. We obviously like to see Sanders scoring his first touchdown in 623 days or whatever, whatever it was. That was crazy. And I thought CEH looked good, and I thought I, I liked his usage. And I think without a clear target hog in that offense, I think he'll be there's the opportunity for him to be involved more, like he kind of was in the receiving game. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, we'll see. Was Pacheco all garbage time though? Like, I, obviously, it wasn't I was all that. garbage time, but it was uh, most was, of it, though. Yeah, 
I was watching Red Zone most of it, and you know that game got really uninteresting really quick. So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sanders got goal line carries. Yeah, he, he, he did. did actually. It was kind of rare. Um, but yeah, you want to um, move into the let. Let's just go uh, let's, into the recap. Yeah, let's just go in order. Drop, but I don't have a drop. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Yeah. All right, go for it. In the works. But anyway. Thursday night, Bills versus Rams. Obviously, the big takeaway from that is Cam Akers not being out there for most of the game. Not good. Mm-mm. Not good. Yeah. There are three carries for zero yards. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Did you see the video of the – smash the like button. Thank you. Uh, did you see the video of the – The missed – not even no not even it's not even a miss block that was a business decision by that man <laughs> that was i see that guy coming in uh i'm good <laughs> and he got out of the way it was a right? business decision but also a poor business decision it was it was a yes it was it was a bad decision too because it bad. obviously has circulated bad. everywhere mean, and the bench like mm-hmm. oh, wow well, i mean he he started on the bench, but then, you know, he re- returned to the bench. Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was funny. I think McVeigh said after the game he has to really maximize his touches, his opportunities. And and it's just like if he's getting to three to five carries a game like we're, we don't care. I don't care how Mac how much he maximizes those carries if he's gonna if he's gonna miss a block and he's gonna not get even like thirty percent of this work like it it, does, it just does not look good for Cam Akers right now. Well, yeah, I mean, where would you? Uh, I mean, where would you rank him in in for week two? Oh goodness! For week, week two. two, would you play Cam Akers in week two? No. No, right? You wouldn't you do can't. that. Can't. I mean, I I'm pretty sure who are they playing the Falcons week two? Or I mean, yeah, I, are they playing the Falcons week two? I think so. Right. I, I yes. mean, yeah. I, I still I wouldn't start him or rank him anywhere near my top like thirty six at all. But I mean it's it's tough because obviously he's he's already returned from his injury but he still looks like he did kind of at the end of last year when he didn't really look good and so he's had all this time since then and we were hoping okay you know he's back and and mcveigh does like to kind of use one guy if he can not anymore i I mean I'd say he still does, and it's Henderson. <laughs> it's just, it's it's just not. It's it's a bad sign right now. I mean, when I saw that kick returner, I, I forget his first name because I'm so used to Bilal Powell from the Jets, but it was Powell. Powell, Powell. yeah, Brandon, Brandon Powell. Powell. When I saw him get touches, I knew it was over for Cam Akers. He got touches <laughs> in the backfield, like. So, so in Dynasty, would you just be done? I mean, oh how done goodness. is done. You have to be done, but I don't. You you have to hold, right? You're not. Yeah, I mean, you have. Well, if you okay. have him, you have to hold. Who would you rather have in Dynasty, Cam Akers or Daryl Henderson? 
Right? I mean, that's that's the question. That's Everyone when you know it's answer, bad, it? though. You know it's bad, it's, right? Right? It's it's that bad. It's that bad we have to think about it. It's We're, that bad. Well, I don't have to think about it. It's, it's Kim Akers. It's Henderson. I don't have Kim Akers. Oh, uh, no, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Daryl Henderson is terrible. That's I what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean. Daryl Henderson is terrible. I've had three years of him being terrible. And he was bad in this game, too. He was bad. He was bad in this game. Bad. And this is the last year of his contract. There's no way they're going to re-sign him. He sucks. He's sucked for years. They obviously find any excuse to not give him the ball. And now they finally found someone they hate more, apparently. So I mean, Daryl Henderson is not the answer. No. Cam Akers, like, this happened in his rookie year, too. And then there was one day where they just turned around and then it was all Akers again. And they never went back to Henderson. So could that happen again? Sure. Uh, I, I just don't think there's any reality in which Daryl Henderson is their, their guy going forward beyond this year, where there is okay. a reality that Cam Akers oh, yeah. does that. Yeah, I, I, I rather mean, have Cam Akers, but Cam Akers dropped significantly in my rankings. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with all that. I, I think, I mean, for this year, I wouldn't be surprised if Henderson just remains kind of their guy like and you know maybe we don't maybe we we see more than three carries out of acres on a regular basis but if if that's you know if he's missing these crucial key blocks and like just not overall looking as explosive as he once did pre-injury like i i think henderson honestly could be the lead lead back here for for the season but again like if if and he, but he's he's had his own injuries as well. So, you know, who knows if Akers will get his opportunity eventually and if he if he does better than Henderson has in the past, which isn't that well. So we'll see. It's I mean, tough. That whole, that whole team was awful, though. I, I, outside of Cooper Cup, of course. Cooper Cup was great, as always. Yeah, but Cooper Cup was great. Uh, everyone everyone else, else was bad. Everyone. Yeah, very, very bad. Um, yeah, Daryl Henderson doesn't suck. Just like Alexander Madison doesn't suck. Daryl Henderson is a backup. He's a backup and he's a fine backup, but that's what he is. He's a backup. That's what he should be. The backup. So he, he doesn't suck. Just like I said, similar to someone like Alexander, Alexander Madison. He's fine. He's fine. He, he can do a little bit here and there, but he really, he really is not it. He doesn't offer any plus anywhere over just someone else you could you could put jeff wilson i mean you saw it last year with sony michelle you put sony michelle in for daryl henderson same role and sony michelle was better so what does that say about daryl henderson daryl henderson's nothing nothing he's you can put in anybody and it would be the same jeff wilson you can put in that role it would be the same thing. So, yeah i, yeah. I don't daryl henderson's value comes from the fact that he's on the rams if daryl henderson were on the jets nobody would care yeah, I mean, I think it has to do with his the the amount of opportunities he does get being on the Rams as well, too. Sure, but those opportunities on the Rams are worth something. If he were, like well, I said, yeah. if he were on the Jets, yeah. he would be irrelevant because he's nowhere near as good as like even Michael Carter, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, Brees Hall. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we want to talk about the Rams wide receiver core? Do we just want to? I mean, do we want to talk about Allen Robinson? I feel like that that Allen Robinson was open. He was open. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't get the ball to him. He was open. Now, he 
there's reason he didn't. Now he only had two targets, so clearly there's some point in the game plan was not give Allen Rob. If Allen Rob, if it was in the game plan to give Allen Robinson 10, 15 targets, he would have gotten them. So you could say he was open, but the lack of targets means that he was not a centerpiece of the game plan. So what does that say? I mean, that's not good. But he didn't look that bad. So I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm panicking on Allen Robinson, but I, I'm not happy with the targets. And I've been so out on Allen Robinson from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I think my, my initial thought when I saw kind of where his ADP settled at, by the end of draft season, I still thought it was a little too high. And it, too and high. it, and I think, and I think those worries are kind of going to be there where, you know, he, everyone's kind of drafting, drafting him to be a wide receiver two almost, but I think he's going to be more like a flex option for you most weeks. And I mean, I, I do like, again, McVeigh quote where he said, we, we do have to get him more involved. Um, we, we saw kind of similar things last year. I, I think obviously a lot of people have drawn to it where Robert Woods started slow and then, you know, all of a sudden he exploded for a game. He had a couple good weeks and then all of a sudden he got hurt and he was out. But so I, I again, like you said, like I'm not panicking if you have him and I'm, but I'm, but I'm a little bit concerned. Maybe he's not that stud wide receiver two or three that you were hoping for, like on a regular basis. But I, I think there's he, he's going to do better than than this most weeks. That's for sure. I love when coaches say we needed to get him more involved, as if who controls who gets more involved? Who <laughs> controls that? Matt Lafleur, same thing. Well, we didn't come out to prepare. We looked unprepared to play the game. Who is responsible for making <laughs> you prepare? Whose fault is that? Who prepares the team to play the game? It's the head coach is responsible. He's like, well, well, we don't look prepared. I mean, whose fault is that? <laughs> whose fault is that that Allen Robinson wasn't involved in the game plan? Who's, whose fault is that? I mean, that's just like last night when Jerry left the stadium angry because his team didn't perform well. Well, well, bro, you put together the team. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah. It's kind of on you, dude. Yeah. Ooh. But, Get yeah, to that Brandon one. Hooks are he's on the Bills side. I'll take Mooney still, even yeah. though – We'll get that to was that. a lackluster yeah. week one. Lackluster, but I'll take I'll take Mooney. Can you believe the um, Bears won and Cole Komet didn't get No, I can't believe the Bears won because they played horribly. I mean the Bears. Yeah. The Bears there's no good takeaways from the Bears offense. But the defense is good. There's no good takeaways from the Bears offense. They look like crap. The only yeah. reason no one's talking about it is because the 49ers look twice as bad. I mean, I, I think I think a lot of people are given the weather pass too, and I think I'm I'm downgrading I'm well, we'll my concern a little we'll bit. Yeah, we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to that. Later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But I, yeah, I don't. I'm, we have some things to discuss there. Uh, but anyway, I think we're good on. Um, and yeah, we're gonna have thoughts on specific players. We'll get to. The, we're doing game by game, so we'll we'll get to those. Um, like mm-hmm. questions. Um, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. So where where are we? Are we oh, done with? Are we done with the Rams? Yeah, I think we're done with the Rams. We're done with the Rams. Yeah. I just have to say, how fitting is it that Gabe Davis scores the first touchdown in the 2022 NFL season? So fitting, too. So fitting. <laughs> yep. Him and his five. That was him. that was my. Uh, I do a, I do a play every game day for uh, a, a sports book affiliate I have, and that was my my play, and it hit five minutes in. So 
I'm I'm two for two for two so far to start out the year with my my plus odd bets so that I've shouted yeah. out. <laughs> there you go. But obviously the Bills look dominant. Stefan Diggs looked incredible. Put up a perfect pass rating on Jalen Ramsey. I, I saw that stat. Mm. <laughs> That's not good. But you know what also is not good? James Cook fumbling that football. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, one carry for what two yards fumble. I mean, I I gotta tell you, I don't know if James Cook is is it. I wasn't impressed. I I've, I, yeah, I I was never as I feel like as high on him as other people. I feel like that offense kind of gave it more of this lust that people we're we're looking for it's like oh like but what if he he is the lead back in this bills offense oh like and it's like and i just like we we've seen it before and it's like it's it looks even when single terry is getting all the work it's not like this bell cow role it's you know 12 carries and a handful of targets and then otherwise it's just josh allen like it's he's their guy like he's their goal line back and he's just He's a monster. I love watching him play. <laughs> um, we we've uh, I've talked about this on Twitter. I, I'm gonna say no, but I, I it's possible. But I, I would lean no. Uh, it's my first thought. I don't know what this means, but it's funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Buffalo demands oh, next pass block. Did you you didn't see that? No. Some some uh, illegal player... use of towel was is this the towel situation? Um, um yeah, it, they oh, literally the dried the field. <laughs> no, and that's an unsportsmanlike conduct, oh, and he God. actually got that a is really funny. It. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, James Cook is droppable in redraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Gabe Davis or Rashad Bateman. Um, that's tough. In Dynasty, I'll still take Rashad Bateman, but uh, in, Dynasty, in, yeah. in redraft. Oh, yeah. Gabe. Yeah, in redraft, I think I'll go with um, Gabe Davis for now. Gabe is really, really close. It is yeah, close. it is close. I mean, what do you guys make of like, you know, obviously he didn't actually dominate targets or anything. He scored kind of on like almost it looked broken like they play. lost him. Yeah, a broken play. And so he ended up with like a 16% target share. As we know, Dawson Knox also was very uninvolved and so like what do you guys think of like just that obviously stefan diggs had a dominant game and mckenzie was not honestly that involved either he caught the touchdown but he was what two for 19 so like what do you guys think of just all those weapons like can gabe davis actually be like a wide receiver two, like steadily consistently um redraft obviously that's no. yeah, but I don't think Rashad Bateman can either, because Rashad Bateman. Yeah, we'll get I mean, we'll get to him. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean he he it, saved himself a little very late. I do like Rashad Bateman long term, but I just so frustrating because he is good, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And we'll talk about a couple other players like that who are good but are going to be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashad Bateman's in that category, but I still have him decently high in dynasty because. He's good, and the talent will show eventually. Um, so we, I don't want to give up on a player like that. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the, the Bills. Yeah. It, it is what it is. We oh, all want yeah. to start they, Stephon Diggs. It looked great. <laughs> Not it was, fun, yeah, but. I think it was – they looked awesome. The other side looked disappointing. 
Oh, I actually, I guess I had one wrap up question back to the, back to the Rams. How concerned like season long or going forward are we about just Stafford's elbow, like his health, like, cause obviously they did not look great offensively. Um, and uh. other, uh, other than cup, 19 target like whatever however many targets he had and i'm willing to say this game was against the bills the bills are one of the best defenses in the league he wasn't that bad he wasn't Mm -hmm. that bad yeah he threw some interceptions but he still completed a good percentage of his passes you know he, he wasn't he was good targeting cup he just couldn't get it going with anyone else he was not that bad in a horrible mm-hmm. matchup i told everyone to bench him this week i'm glad i got that one right you know, I, <laughs> I had him at 17 quarterback 17 so he was off my radar completely um against atlanta i'm gonna rank him as a quarterback one if he does not deliver he does not deliver next week against atlanta then we have a problem then we yeah. have a big problem because he must deliver he must deliver stafford must deliver next week because if he doesn't then i think it's fair to say that there's a problem but for, for now, no, I'm not panicking about him yet. Uh, I, I still have confidence in the Rams. Uh, you know, Sean McVay is a, a genius. Uh, and Cooper Cup was excellent. So they just have to get the other pieces working. And mm-hmm. I, they don't need Allen Robinson to be that great. They just need Allen Robinson to not be one for 12. That's all. Can they get Cam Akers involved? Can, can they get Cam Akers going? It, it, it can't be worse, really. So... You know, I'm going to say no on a really Stafford concern yet. Uh, I disagree. Why? That O that line is going to get him destroyed. It's so bad. But not every defense is the Bills. Not every defense is the Bills. But you got to think, the Bills didn't blitz at all. Like, that's I the understand, game but Stafford. the Bills have the defense to be able to not blitz and still play. Not many other defenses can do that. To give well, the... Stafford's better when you blitz him. I forgot the crazy stat line he had last year. It was like seventeen touchdowns, like it's like maybe one or two interceptions when he was blitzed. But when he wasn't blitzed, he was significantly worse. So, like, I know the Bills had the perfect personnel to perfectly match. Oh, gosh, Derek Barnett tore his ACL. God, I don't know man. who that is. Eagles defensive end. That's an Eagles thing. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, I mean Stafford is just. I don't know that all, that offensive line has me a little concerned. Not Stafford in general, but they lost a lot of pieces. They lost Whitworth. They lost Corbett. Yeah, I mean, I think I think exactly what Tyler kind of said is I'm not that concerned because of who they played. But that being said, next week against a team like the Falcons, if they cannot put it together, then then. That's then then the alarm bells will be ringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Ty McLaren is going to be frustrated uh, if they keep spreading it around. I agree with you. I agree with you. We'll get to that. I, mm-hmm. I will say on these recaps, we're pro- I understand the, the live chat. If you have a trade, a dynasty trade, if you have a trade, I'll answer it whenever. Generally, though, for like discussion topics, we're gonna go. We're gonna try to stick to game by game. Otherwise, this is gonna be a four-hour show. So, we're gonna try to stick to game by game. But if you have a trade or like a, a transaction question, put that in at any time. But otherwise, let's try to keep the chat 
focused on the game we're talking about because otherwise we'll be talking about like four different games at one time. We'll never be able to, uh, we'll never be able to get to anything. But here, here's a good one. Actually, I like this one. Leonard Fournette or Alvin Kamara? I don't know if this is, I don't know what this is. Dynasty I'm redraft? I mean, I mean in, in, in Dynasty, let's I'll take Kamara. So in redraft, yeah. let's say it's redraft. Who would you rather have the rest of the season? Leonard Fournette or Alvin Kamara? <sighs> I mean, honestly, I think I want Leonard Fournette. Oh, really? It's the, the better yeah. offense. It's it's the more uh, defined role. Like, we, we were concerned, you know, who might potentially come in and steal some downs. Obviously, Rashad White saw some game time, but I think that he got most of his work after kind of Lenny – limped over i don't it didn't look too serious but you know he, he filled in when he got kind of banged up at one point so i don't know i just trust that offense that quarterback that role and the opportunities for him more than what we kind of saw out of camara i'd still yeah. rather take my chances on camara that's fair i think that will be the cons- more consensus pick i feel like but i, I don't know maybe it's Again, like a week one reaction, but I was a little bit concerned what we saw with Camara and the Saints. And then, you know, I really liked the role that Leonard Fournette had in, on his offense. So take my chances with Camara. I get it. But I, I mm-hmm. am worried about Fournette eventually losing work to Rashad White. Whereas Camara is not losing work to my anger. I think they're going to, like, what we saw in week one, let's look at week one. I think we're going to see less. Mark Ingram than that as the season progresses. What we saw in week one, Tampa Bay, I think we're going to see more Rashad White than that as the season progresses. So I will take Kamara for that reason. That's that's my uh, take on that. It, the number of teams I don't think matters for this question. Yeah. Here's about the Rams. Oh, being worried about it? Yes, we do read the chat. I, I try to read the chat. I just, you know, we got we to gotta get through every game. So yeah. I, I want to make sure <laughs> we have... Well, four. Yeah, we have a long way to, way to go. Don't worry. The chat will be, we will be here for many hours. Do not fear. Yeah, Do not fear, people. Many more hours. So we're, we're good. Yeah, no, this show's probably going to be like three hours. So we're, we're good. Every week, too. All right. Dalvin Cook in a mid late 23 first for Barkley. Uh, I will take Cook in place. Seems steep. Yeah, easily. I, I don't, I still would rather have Dalvin Cook than Saquon Barkley. Dalvin Cook looked great. Um, Saquon Barkley also looked great, but it was one game, and I still trust Dalvin Cook more, based on, even with the age, based on the track uh, tracker. They are very close, though, now. I would have them very close in Dynasty. I think I have them. Yeah, I have them back-to-back uh, with Cook one spot ahead. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. We all, we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers when we get to that game. Yeah. Don't worry. We, we, we uh, do I, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, uh, I haven't done start-sit, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's... Trevor Lawrence didn't look great either. <laughs> yeah. Nah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. What's next? Yeah, let, let's speed things up a little bit so we're not here when the the game kicks off at uh, eight o'clock tonight. Oh no, we will be <laughs> if we go at this pace. Yeah, we gotta we gotta. Go <laughs> we, yeah, we will. All right, 49ers, They played in a monsoon against the Bears. Uh, I guess we could just go through the bullet points real quick. Real real quick. I'm messing up. Lance looked not so good. Elijah Mitchell's going to be out for a decent period of time. And Actually, I just got a sleeper thing about that. Uh, yeah, it said he's going to be out for a few he weeks. He'll miss some time, but it's not season-ending. That's what, that's what it looks like. It doesn't like. look like it's going to be season-ending. Just given 
the discussion that I'm reading here, it doesn't look, I mean, it says Elijah Mitchell is uh, looking at a few weeks or more. I mean, yeah. So I think it's safe to say that he's not playing in week two, not three. I think best case, just given this, is he misses three weeks and he comes back in week five. I think more likely is it's seven or eight yeah. that he returns. So this is I, this I, is not good. Uh, in Dynasty, how far would you move him down? Uh, Elijah Mitchell or uh, Rashad White? I'm biased. You know I like Rashad White. I'd take Rashad White. What about James Cook? Would you rather wait for Elijah Mitchell to come back in Dynasty or take your chances on James Cook breaking out? I feel like you get more on top of Elijah Mitchell, even with the injury. I agree. The next would be for me would be Ramondre Stevenson. Would you rather take your chances on his bad usage or stick with Elijah Mitchell? I'll take my chances. With Stevenson? Yeah. Okay. Uh, What about James Robinson? Man looked good yesterday. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell's going way down. Um, Oh, yeah. And then we get to, like, Tony Pollard. What about that? He's not good. No. So We're going to get to Dallas. Oh, my I think goodness. that's the answer. I, I think I'd rather have James Robinson over Elijah Mitchell in Dynasty at this point. Because James Robinson has an opportunity to gain value now. Elijah Mitchell is going to miss who, who knows how much time and then is going to come back and may or may not be the starter at that point. So we, mm-hmm. we haven't – we don't know how they feel about him versus – we know how they felt, but we don't know what they think about Tyrion Davis-Price and Jordan Mason at this point. You know, those two, they have an opportunity now to take the job. If they play well – is Mitchell just going to be handed the job back? We don't know. We don't know that. So let's let's see what happens. But yeah, I'm going to move Mitchell way down. Dynasty. I, He's just yeah, too scary. I do think me. in in redraft, Jeff Wilson is going to get the first opportunity in every crack to be that lead guy. Oh, I agree. I, I yeah. agree with you. Jeff Wilson, I think in redraft is a must add. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no other way to slice it. Think he's the priority pickup if you need an RB. You lost someone, you know, Najee, obviously Eli, other guys. If you lost someone, I think he's that that priority pickup at the position. Honestly, so with- let me let me ask you then. Would you so Jeff? Next is oh, next is Seattle. How about that one? How about that one? Would you delicious? Would you take your <laughs> chances on Jeff Wilson next week if you had to? To start him? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I heard from somewhere else, I forget, but last year in like the the games where Wilson was healthy and Eli was was out, I think he's he's receiving, you know, fifteen plus touches almost every time regularly. He's that that backup guy that, you know, sometimes get out outplayed by a younger, more spry athletic guy, but Obviously, the team likes him, and he's been around for a while, and he's he's just that guy that steps in and and just fills in as that RB one whenever they need it. So, I mean, yeah. I like I like him to do to do well this week, upcoming week, if he's just that that first guy. I also am thinking that Debo is going to get involved more as a rusher now without Mitchell. Um, who takes so, over Wilson? Wilson for now. Wilson for now will be the yeah. Player. Um, so, I do think it's interesting though. What now? I think Jordan Mason plays on special teams. He was active for that reason. Now they don't have a choice. 
They're going to have three active running backs. It's going to be uh, Wilson, uh, uh, Davis Price, and Mason. I do think it's interesting. Who is going to play as RB2? Is it going to be Davis Price now that he's had an opportunity? Now they know they have to use him. Or is it still going to be Mason? If it's still Mason this week, Tyrion Davis Price is just done to me. Done. I don't, I don't want to hear about that. Be, being beat out by a UDFA who was like a nobody. Like, I don't. Yeah, that won't work. So if, if Tyrion yeah. Davis Price does not get on the field this week, we have a big problem. And I just won't be interested in that. That won't, that won't work for me. Kyle uh, this is a and- critical week for Tyrion Davis Price. Yeah, I, I was going to say Kyle Shanahan and day two RBs who are week one and active. Name a more iconic duo because he can't. I know. It's <laughs> two years in a row now. Come on, Kyle. Uh, Patterson and Lamb for Andrews and Henderson. Uh, I don't know what is this dynasty or redraft. Uh, should I trade Daryl Henderson for Zeke and PPR? Absolutely. Take Zeke. Uh, yeah. Patterson and Lamb. Let's say this is redraft. I'd rather have Andrews. Yeah. Dynasty, I'd probably still rather have it. I mean, Dynasty is closer, but I'd probably rather have Henderson over Patterson. So I'll still take CD that season's pretty much over. Yeah, we have, we have that's we're gonna get to that. That's a big problem. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Uh, anything guys. else from this uh, 49ers game? I mean, we know the the backfield. We need to still see how long Mitchell is out. You know how that's gonna play out. I mean, this is Jordan Mason should have. I told you to add him. I told people to add him last week when Davis Price was inactive. I've been telling people to add him the whole time. Uh, so I hope that people did that. Uh, what about? Anything else on the 49ers I mean, side? I think obviously that offense didn't look that great. We I, I mentioned didn't earlier. Didn't look that great. <laughs> I didn't mean, look that great. Okay, looked, maybe maybe an understatement. No. Like it I said, I was horrible. watching red zone. It I looked horrible. It and I don't want to hear about the rain. I don't want to hear about the rain. Did the rain? There was a defender right here. Right here. I Trey Lance that. was doing this, staring, staring at Juwan Jennings. Three seconds of staring. The defender moved, looking at Trey Lance's eyes, moved over and intercepted the pass that was intended for Jawan Jennings. You cannot do that in the NFL. That might work in college. You might be able to lock onto a receiver that way and look at them for three seconds and then throw the ball. But in the NFL, you cannot do that. You cannot yeah. do that. That will not work. The defenders are yeah. too good. That was an abysmal play. And I don't think that that's based on the rain. That is just a, that's a head problem. That's a brain issue. That, <laughs> that didn't work for me. So that so, needs to be cleaned up immediately because that's not going to fly in the NFL. That's no good. And there were multiple yeah. other plays that could have been intercepted. He's very lucky he only had one pick. He yeah. looked like crap, and there's no other way to slice it. Yes, the rain didn't help, but we're talking about mental errors here. I, if the rain – look, you're a professional. You're a professional football player. If the rain makes your brain not work, I'm sorry, <laughs> we have an issue. We have an issue there. That, that, I don't want to hear an excuse. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dive into that all 22 when it hopefully releases today. You look like crap. So like crap. I really, I really want no to watch it for myself. It. So, yeah, I mean, my my big takeaway was like obviously the offense looked bad, but Debo is going to be used in a in somewhat in like still a hybrid role, so they can still get him the ball regardless of how bad the the passing offense is. Like they're gonna get him the ball. That's that's something they're they're dead set on and they should be doing, but like kind of worried about the other offensive pass catching weapons in that offense. You know, obviously Kittle wasn't even there, but Ayuk wasn't really involved. Wasn't really someone that they looked, looked at. And so I, I just, I'm worried about aside from Debo, 
who who's going to really be able to be fantasy valuable. I think the 49ers have a lot more leverage now <laughs> on trading Jimmy. I think it's going to cost a lot. Just <laughs> uh, would you trade McBride, who was a healthy scratch? That's another problem. We'll get to that later. For Mitchell, no, no premium. I would. I'd take Mitchell. This, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. McBride. I mean, I don't mind McBride, but I'd rather have Mitchell. Take my chances on him coming back. We'll get to a panic on Irv Smith. Oh, yeah. Goose egg. Goose egg. I don't like that. We'll get to that. But I, yes is the short answer, uh, but not not as much as other things. There are other bigger problems. I think we covered active. the 49ers side. At least he was yeah, active. Let's... At least he played. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, all right. Yeah. About let's the 49ers. Flip it. Let's flip it to the I, I think Bears. we're done with the 49ers, but it was yeah. – there are so many problems. I mean, Jawan Jennings led the team in receiving. That's no good. <laughs> that's That's not good at all. So I mean, yeah, this whole game was a problem terrible. for both sides, to be honest. I'll say this. I'll say this about uh, Trey Lance. You got to clean it up. Otherwise, he's going to – no, he's not going to be the quarterback there for very long because this was unacceptable. And, you know, I'm moving him down in my rankings. I didn't like anything I saw. Yeah. Even in the I, I feel like the panic, there, there was a lot of letdown week ones, but I feel like the panic for him is probably one of the most justified from what we've seen. No, I think there's a couple other ones that are more justified because at least he has the excuse. And I will say he looked good with his legs. He looked good with his legs. He looked mm-hmm. good. He was good. Not with his legs to prepare to throw the ball, but he had <laughs> good. That he didn't do. He didn't. His footwork was all, uh, was all wrong. But he did look good. Awareness in the pocket, evading the rush. He did look good getting out of the pocket and running. He, he only took two sacks. He looked good with his legs. He couldn't mm-hmm. translate that into throwing as a part of that program. He's not there. But with his legs purely both uh, mobility and escaping, he looked good. So it's not all bad, but as a passer, it was awful. So it's not, the, and it's not a disaster. And for fantasy, it's promising that he had 13 carries. So yeah. I'm not completely all out on Trey Lance. But I moved him down. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's justified. You know, I had him ahead of Russell Wilson before this week, and he's not anymore. Behind now. Behind Jalen Hurts as well in Dynasty for me. Yeah. I think we got to put the Bears. Yeah, let's go to the Bears. Where was Darnell Mooney? Where was Cole Komet? (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Cole Komet was on the field for 83% of snaps and Darnell Mooney for 90% of them. They were the top two in terms Didn't of snap like percentages. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like it, but they were there. Yeah, it was that. That was, again, it's just ugly display from that offense, specifically ugly. the passing game. And it's ugly. Uh, yeah, obviously yeah. Fields had 121 yards passing. Gross. And aside he was terrible from. Too. Yeah, I mean, aside from Montgomery, not a single player caught more than one pass. So, like, that's just, well, you know. Montgomery was <laughs> vomit-worthy, vomit-inducing, <laughs> horrible. 17 of 26. The offense moved better with Khalil Herbert. Montgomery looked mm-hmm. – I think Montgomery is going to see the bench next week because the second they went to Khalil Herbert as the primary runner, the offense started moving. The offense moved with Khalil Herbert, didn't move with David Montgomery. 17 of 26. I don't care how badly it was raining. I don't want to hear that as one and a half a carry. I mean, he did nothing, nothing <laughs> at all, nothing. He was. This was an embarrassing performance from David Montgomery. He was one of the worst running backs of the week. One of the worst. He did nothing, and I think he needs to go to the bench, the bench because he was so bad. I don't want yeah. to be part of him. He, I, he's finished to me. 
in, in yeah. dynasty redraft, whatever he's, he's finished. He's someone I don't want any part of. I'd rather have Antonio Gibson at this point. Even with the, Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd rather have Clyde Edward Tolaire. I don't want David Montgomery. I think David Montgomery's time as Chicago's starter has one or two weeks remaining at most. I really think it's over. I really do. Yeah. I don't feel like we need to spend much time with the Bears. Yeah. No, I, David I mean, Montgomery being finished is it. I don't think there's anything to discuss. I think we all agree. I, we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see usage for Mooney and Komet next week. Yeah. 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 I think that's the. They had this. They were out there. They were out there. They had. They, but they did not have the targets. But there were only 17 total targets. So, is it? It's not necessarily time for a huge panic yet because the passing pie was so small mm-hmm. that I'm not panicking let's see what happens when there are more passes to go around they were out there so i am not panicking and especially on uh cole Komet, if people are just ditching him I-, I would consider uh buying low or if he's dropped in redraft i could, could consider adding him I- i'm not the panic is not there for me on the uh bears receiver david montgomery is, is finished to me yeah yeah you want to get in the chat to, before we talk about something, yeah. Can you take care ranting. of the? Can you take care of the chat? Yeah, I feel I like forget. I'm like ranting and ranting and ranting, and I'm struggling. I forget to, where. To uh, yeah, Quill did crush as a runner. He was the oh, best player on offense. He moved. the The offense moved with him in. It moved. It didn't yeah. move with David Montgomery. It didn't move at all. It's the bear game. Couldn't believe they played it. Did you see the popcorn video? That <laughs> it was such a mess. The field conditions were a disaster. Yeah, the, the that was gross. Where the water was coming over the the upper deck and it was just dumping in this dude's popcorn bin. Oh my god! I'll descend it in the group chat. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, Russell Gage, Khalil Herbert, twelve team, Khalil Herbert. Either. Khalil Herbert, no PPR easily. Yeah, Russell yeah. Gage didn't even play. He, yeah, he's gonna he, get a chance. We got the news that uh, Godwin is gonna miss a few weeks. So Russell Gage was dead to me, but now he's back alive. Yeah, but still Khalil Herbert. You wanna? No, I know, but back, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. So glad you traded Lance and some seconds for Kyler. Yeah, it's a good deal. But uh, yeah. speaking of panic, we we gotta talk about the Patriots. The Patriots offense looked. So, do yeah, we, so Patriots do are next. We have to talk about. Okay, so the good news is. I'm sorry, Cone. I'm sorry. The good news <laughs> is, well, uh, you you don't want to hear what I said when we weren't on the air. <laughs> The good news is that Mac Jones, not to do a different conversation, but Mac Jones uh, has back spasms and there's a chance he plays this week. So I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm not starting him this week, but I'm on the fence if he plays this week, but I think it's one week or zero. That he um, so this is not a long-term concern for Mac Jones. So that's good. This but, back injury. But everything else was just. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is, I mean, Matt Patricia was calling plays. What did you expect? <laughs> this. This was an it's embarrassment. The, an embarrassment. Yeah. The, the backfield just usage and split was just, again, very Did infuriating. You enjoy Montgomery? I, I mean, I, I, I said at the middle of the summer, and I picked him up in some of my deeper dynasty leagues and stuff. Like they kept saying they like him on third down situations, just like as their pass catcher. And obviously, recently they came out and they were like, oh, like Stevenson and Harris, they can handle all three downs for us. And I was like, if Montgomery is healthy, he is going to be that the special, like they just like guys in specific roles doing their specific jobs. And they're not, it's just, they're not going to just split 
it, it's it's infuriating. Right, let me, let but... me ask you this: Can you start any player on the Patriots next week? Anyone? Uh, oh, probably next not. Week is uh, against no. the Steelers. That yeah, gonna, that's gonna be great. No. Even without high scoring match Steelers, that one, that one is not gonna be. That is gonna be very bad. <laughs> if the Dolphins yeah. shut them down, I can only imagine what's gonna happen next week. Yeah, I mean, it was tough. Obviously, the receiving weapons didn't do much either. Um, yeah, the one guy who actually looked good is Kendrick, in the doghouse. Kendrick Bourne for no reason. Yep. Yeah, Kendrick Bourne for so no reason. Is in the that's what house. I. That's what that was literally my one bullet point that I had on the offense. I said, Kendrick Bourne, he had, he played two snaps. He ran two routes and he provided the most explosive play of the game for the team and looked good, but he's currently out there running as their wide receiver four or five. And it's just, it's, it's tough. So hopefully that one play at least will earn him a little bit more time and more, some more opportunities because I mean, on a, on a, points per touch or like yards created per touch basis and stuff like that last year like he was he was elite in some of these categories these efficiency uh, metrics and stuff and so i mean i wasn't elite in this game no it was in this one no there was no one was elite in this one i think that's about it we 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 covered it's just begged people begged 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 do not draft hunter henry I begged people. This is ridiculous. He's terrible last year. Terrible in every way except for a bunch of touchdowns, which are not coming. They're not mm-hmm. coming. And, oh, look, now here we are. And we have three targets. Jonu Smith had more. More of everything. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry can be dropped in uh, in redraft. You don't need to roster him anymore. Uh, I mean, honestly, everyone from this game it was a, dropped. Really. It was a disappointing for that for specifically tight end a lot of these guys that you kind of hoped in the back end you know the the tight end 12 through 24 better than the other tight end the other uh side of this some yeah that's that one yeah but i warrant i I beg people on him too let's let's i mean let's just bring it right over there i think no 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 no. we're not the the patriots we're not done with them we're not done criticizing oh no we can't be done uh a fourth round pick wasted on pierre strong wasted Wasted, inactive, wasted, completely wasted. Uh, when are they going to get him involved? It's going to be another year, seems like. And then uh, if you had to start one next week, are you starting Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson? If you had to start one of them. Uh, yeah, it's Stevenson just looking at. I mean, Harris played more in every way, didn't he? Yeah, I mean. Go with Stevenson anyway, though? That doesn't make sense to me. I would have to play Harris. I don't want to play either. Might go Montgomery over both of them. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to rank. I mean, neither of them are going to be inside my top 30 at running back. I think I uh, agree with that. Yeah. But I'd go with Harris if I had to. He had more touches. He had more targets. That's the scary thing. He had Harris had more targets than Stevenson. So yeah. 11 to 3 10 to 2. But touches, I, so I they expect, didn't. Right. But yeah. I expected it to be 0 to 4 or 5. 0 for Harris, who didn't get any targets last, last three years, essentially. And 4 or 5 for Stevenson. That's not what happened. So if that's not going to be what happens, then I'm going to have to start Harris because I think he's more likely to score. He ran yeah. better, too, of the two guys. So I'll have to start Harris next week. Oh, we're, very badly. We're going to get mean, to this. Very bad. Yeah, for as long as Dak is out, they're just a trash can. 
Uh, Short answer, yikes. I think this is a re- redraft. Uh, yeah. I'd actually say, I mean, you can drop Pollard. You can drop Pollard because if this is the case, uh, you have no use for Pollard. Like, we can't wait for Paul. We can't wait for Dak to come back. So you, I can drop Pollard. Yeah. Um, yikes. I think it's more likely that Herbert Brutal. becomes the Bears starter than that Pollard becomes the Cowboys starter. Put it that way. And the Bears' offense is better than the Cowboys now. <laughs> as sad as that is. New England is tanking. They're not tanking. They're trying to win. They're just not doing it very well. Uh, what's Jimmy G worth now in Superflex? Just hang on to him and see what happens. Yeah. I think that's the, the question. How do I feel about – how do we feel about Dawson Knox? We talked about the Bills. Not good. I mean, but let's – it was one game. Uh, they were up early. Uh, there weren't – you know, there will be games with more passing volume than 31 attempts in the Bills' offense. Uh, so I'm not panicking on Dawson Knox yet. Uh, Bateman and Hurts for Cup and Phillips in uh, Superflex. I'll take Bateman and Hurts. Bateman and Hurts, yeah. Yeah. I was, you see you have Dak. I see that. Yeah, player. I was going to say, you need Kyler and Hurts if you, you got, you're you losing Dak. You can't Dak. afford this, yeah. Yeah, you I mean, can't have I'd rather have, have Hurts over Cup there. and Bateman over Phillips by a lot. So, yeah. Easy, mm. easy one on that one. Uh, are we done criticizing the Patriots? I think I'm done. We're done. Yeah. Done yeah, criticizing done. them. Yeah. Mac Jones is falling in my dynasty. Well. Yeah. It, it was overall as, as the resident, Putrid. you know, Patriots Putrid. guy. They were the worst it team was of the day. gross. They were the worst. Them, the Jets and the Packers were the three putrid performances of the day where there's just nothing good. Nothing good. I can give the, the 49ers and the Bears a little bit of, a, oh, a Dallas. Dallas, I was going to say. There's a little Dallas, bit of a pass yeah. because of the weather, but the Patriots have no excuse. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And Bill Belichick, I think, is getting exposed. I, I think <laughs> the league has passed him by. I, I think that Bill Belichick is done. I, I think that he's not, he's not what he was. He was one of the best at everything, and now he is not that anymore. Because I, I haven't seen greatness from him in years. That's just my opinion. So anyway, let's... Uh, yeah, let's Move get to the to Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah, Mike Gusecki getting less negative. Like, yeah. Well, you said less well, negative. We're starting with the negative, though. Yeah, well, Mike Gusecki. Yeah, Mike Gusecki is irrelevant. We're just Did you know he ran or he had less snaps and less targets than Durham Smythe? <laughs> I mean, didn't I say that that was. I, I, didn't I say that's what was going to happen, though? Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying you were. I, I'm saying, yeah, we were right to just absolutely bury and just hate the ADP on him. When do you guys were like, I, there was a point. Did, did either uh, maybe early? No, not this specific week. Yeah, I ranked Kasiki for the week at tight end twenty-two. Too high. Yeah, well, it was <laughs> too high, but I did rank him at twenty-two. I don't think he's gonna. I honestly don't think he's gonna make the cut next week. For my rankings, what I do you rank? Twenty four. Uh, this week I, I'm ranked twenty three, but there's no specific cut. I just rank whoever, gotcha. however many I think is necessary. I mm-hmm. don't think he will make the cut of players ranked. I don't think he'll deserve to be ranked. Yeah, I, I'm sad out here. I have so many Mike Gesicki shares from this off season Oops. when I thought he was getting a new team. Yeah, well, sorry about that. Yeah, I hate to see it, but worthless now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, next there's year, hopefully. What this game proved is that kind of a lot of what we've been saying, a lot of what we kind of guessed and expected is that exactly like Hill, 
Yeah, Hill and Waddle are going to dominate all the targets and all the looks, basically. Um, for the rest of the guys, there's just scraps. Chase Edmonds does seem to have, you know, a solid role in both the Russian receiving game. Um, really? Sorry, 12 for 25, and he looked like garbage. He looked like garbage on the ground, which is which he's done his whole career. Whole career. Garbage. He, as a runner, it's garbage. He's looked terrible his whole career. He's fine as a pass catcher, but that's all Chase Edmonds is. Chase Edmonds is not that it's more similar to Naeem Hines than anything else. That's what Chase I Edmonds mean, is. Chase Edmonds I, is not a starting running back. He shouldn't be. I think, I think, I mean, I think we can basically expect like 10 to 12 carries and like five targets a week. And I think that's a pretty solid borderline flex or like a flex baseline almost. Like he's going to, get you near double digits almost every week just like by having a bad game like this game he had like nine points or something and then he had a bad game like he had what you said 12 for 25 like that's bad he's fine yeah but he's if, fine, but if but he, he, he improves a little bit on that and you have a solid flex but that's you know i think that's just like i think some people i think i definitely got caught in the hype in the at the end of the off yeah, season where you know, there was hope where he could maybe come out as an RB2 in fantasy, but I think that's probably not going to be true. It's probably going to be more of a flex guy. Yeah, he's not an RB2. Uh, we start Patterson or Jacobs next week? I think you have to. <laughs> you have against, to. against the Rams, who are the Raiders playing? I don't think it matters. Yeah, Jacob's that's probably true. This week. Good time to send some lamb offers. Uh Ooh, I don't know about that one. It's funny. Now he got the target share, but didn't record the counting stats, and everyone is. Oh man. I got DJ <laughs> Moore in a first from this offseason. I'm what do you I'm do? Okay with it. So he had eleven targets, caught two of them for twenty nine yards. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, did you guys watch that whole game though? No, I didn't watch any of it. Most of I it. I didn't even I, I didn't even realize. So when you just said that, I didn't even realize that uh Lamb had eleven targets. Didn't but I like guess all, but but I guess a lot of them they must have counted as targets, but oh my goodness, they were I mean, half of them were from Cooper Rush and they were seven feet over his head. Like it was it was bad. Like some of the, you know, there were definitely some plays where he, he should have made. I, I'm not going to say like, Oh, he, he looks worse in the box score. Like I do think just like it, but, but again, Dak got hurt. Is there a, is there a light at the end of the tunnel here? Like what is Dak didn't get hurt? I would be saying by low. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, but now we're looking at the, we obviously want them to bring someone else in as uh, like as an option at quarterback, but they, the team has proved that they're like, we're good with Cooper rush and, and Ben DiNucci and like will Greer as our quarterback. Like they've done that to us. So I'm not that convinced that they're going to bring anyone over, even though there's a couple let's good see what options. Happens. Let's see. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's let's get back. <laughs> trade, trade for Jalen Waddle, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, mm-hmm. he, he had a good game on the fantasy side with that touchdown. He didn't score that touchdown. I think it would be easier to trade for him, but he did. So yeah, I yeah, I, I do think he only had five targets. I think that's going to go up moving forward. Um, do I think the Tyreek Waddle target disparity continues, or that'll trend more toward fifty fifty? I do think it'll trend more toward fifty fifty. But uh, for now, 
uh, and like moving forward in the weekly rankings, I'm gonna have uh, Tyreek Hill higher. Like I had him week one. I had Tyreek Hill at 13 and Waddle at 19 in week one, in, in a matchup I didn't like. Uh, you know, in a matchup I do like, I could easily have Tyreek as a mid one and Waddle as a high end too. Uh, so yeah, but, but I do think it'll start to trend that way. Yeah, I guess like he's someone you hold at this point and just you're already looking toward next offseason. Like Gerald Everett has revived his value to some degree just by signing mm-hmm. the Chargers and then he, he scored this week. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. A good afternoon, guys. What a weekend. Yeah, it was a great week one. I loved it. I loved it. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think I should just like redo all of my – or find some other way to do content during the offseason because like I don't know. I feel like I only really – I, when was the last time you saw me this excited for anything? <laughs> yesterday and today. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the offseason is less my thing than I thought it was. Uh, recovering Ridley Truther, Edmonds, a poor man, James White. Uh, one decent PPR year and overtalk perennially. Yeah, probably. This is so vague. I mean, for Dynasty, how long would you yeah. Yeah, It's zero. dependent, I think, so on, on player, every right? player. I mean, yeah. Every player is different. All right. There, there's, no, we, there's, uh... no there's no answer to that. Yeah let's, yeah, let's move on. Let's move it on. Ooh, yeah, this is one of the more exciting games. Your, your, your Eagles. Yeah, AJ Brown looked like an absolute beast out there. I was, I'm so excited. I wish he would have scored, but you know things happen. Yeah, but He's, he still had an insane line of ten for one fifty five. He was basically the whole receiving game. Yeah, so AJ I Brown mean, is. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dynasty wide receiver three. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty clearly, right? There's, there's really no one else. There's no other consideration for a Dynasty wide receiver three at this point. Mm-hmm. No. Cooper Cup is too old. CD Lamb is lost a lot of value. Jalen Waddle, it looks like it's going to be a while before he really gets into that weekly wide receiver one conversation. T. Higgins didn't look all that great and got a concussion. Debo didn't do much, and there really is no one else. So, yeah. A.J. Brown is, like, it's Chase and Jefferson are one and two in their own tier by way ahead of everyone else. Then A.J. Brown, to me, feels like in his in his own tier at three because no one else is close to him. And then, you know, the other guys are kind of in a tier after that. that that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I think I, CD I kind of played himself out of that tier with. I feel like most people would have had CD kind of in that same tier I had with CD at three AJ. Before we kicked off. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he kind of just he just kind of played himself out of there. Yeah, I don't know how. We'll we'll see what happens. But I. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm but gonna... he's he 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 looks awesome though. I mean, he's just a beast, and it doesn't matter if he's if this team isn't like a crazy high volume pass passing offense, if he's just getting every target in the offense, like it, he looked great. And he always does. Anytime he's on the field, he's breaking tackles. He people, just, Oh yeah. Listen to me. I listen. A lot of people didn't listen to me. I was big. I was big with you here. I think we were yeah, all big but, on him here. Yeah. But I was very mm-hmm. right about this one because Devonta oh, yeah. Smith gave us a big fat zero which is exactly what I said would happen. That in mm-hmm. this kind of offense, elite players like A.J. Brown still succeed. And good players like Devonta Smith do not. And here we are. Here we are. 13, 10 for 155 on 13 targets and a big fat zero for Devonta Smith. Exactly what I said would happen. 
Literally almost exact. Now what? What do you do with Devonta Smith? Give up? No. Nah. Mm, I mean, yeah. Jay's never going to succeed in this situation. Never. I said it for the, I said it the whole time. Never. He has zero chance. Some either AJ Brown has to get hurt, or Devonta Smith has to go to another team, or they have to have a different quarterback. He's not succeeding. He's not going to be a top thirty wide receiver in this situation. Period. The end. It's not possible. I said it the whole time. I think he'll, I think he'll do better. I mean, it can't be worse. He had zero, so exactly. it's going to be better. But he <laughs> he's going to look his way in the post game, not the post game presser, but walking up the field. He said, "You'll get yours." This is going to be another yeah. Hollywood Brown. This is going to be another Hollywood Brown. Someone who toils on this team for a little while and then demands a trade because he he's never going to succeed here. Just can't. AJ Brown's too good. It's like playing on. It's like if Julio Jones were on this team. It's like the comp I made for AJ Brown. It's like if Julio Jones were on a team with Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, no one else would be able to succeed. Here we are. That's the situation. Dallas Goddard wasn't great either. Four targets, same as uh, Devonta Smith. He just caught three of them, so he actually did something. But four targets not going to cut it. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it was very similar to kind of like when you have a team with Devonte Adams on it and Derek Carr throwing the ball, like another wide receiver probably not going to succeed most of the time. That's a little different because they got a lot more passing volume, but I was very, I was disappointed in in there. Sorry. That was different game, but I think it's kind of, I agree with everything you've been saying. It's like, I just don't think there's anything really left for, for Devontae Smith. Like I think, you know, the team is going to keep succeeding. I think playing the way they are like kind of, even worse mm-hmm. he was jalen hurts was 10 of 13 for 155 targeting aj brown targeting everyone else he was 8 of 19 <laughs> for 92 yards or no 88 yards 8 of 19 for 88 versus 10 of 13 for 155 tells you all you need to know jalen hurts has not improved as a passer at all actually not improved, not better. AJ Brown is the difference. He just has a better receiver. But Jalen Hurts didn't look good as a passer. He's no improvement. But he has an elite receiver now. So of course he's going to look better throwing to an elite receiver. But he wasn't better. On the ground, though, he was excellent, 17 of 90. So yeah. I think he's good enough between his uh, work on the ground and his passing that's okay. I mean, I do think Jalen Hurts is going to hold this job. Because his, as long as he can still run, he's still a solid quarterback. But he hasn't improved as a passer. If this game, this game doesn't tell me he improves as a passer. This game actually told me he's made no improvement. Yeah. No, I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree. We didn't really see that many, that many signs that tell us, oh, he's definitely improved, and and there might be a bigger passing pie or. You know he's a little bit more efficient at least, and yeah, it's can, not bigger. It's, it's the it's, the only bi- the bigger the AJ Brown part got added, but everything else stayed the same. Yeah, so a- only AJ Brown you just had essentially AJ Brown came in and just deleted everyone else. <laughs> That's what happened. So yeah, Devonta Smith is going to be a long wait in Dynasty for however long that's going to be. I don't know. Yeah, if it's be that long. Dallas Goddard is a tight end, so you're going to be able to start him. Uh, but it's not going to be good. 
is he was he was doing a lot of cardio out there this weekend because he was out there for like more snaps ran more routes than aj brown like he was out there all the time he just did not do anything (laughs) he was not being looked at yeah no not at all did it it, i mean when you have some goddard goddard too to be fair yeah four targets is not great AJ Brown does come first in this offense, but yeah, that, it's kind of like the Allen Robinson thing. You know, yes, Allen Robinson might have been open, but if the play wasn't called, Jalen Hurts is also. If you want to talk about not good at reading, getting through all your progressions, he's like bottom of the list. So <laughs> he's not good at that. So if the play is called for AJ Brown, it's going to go to AJ Brown, even if Devonta Smith may have been more open. It's like targets are somewhat controlled by what the team thinks is the better player, and we see who they think the better player is. By a lot. It's not like it's not a one A, one B. It's a one and a three. <laughs> so yeah. That's it's one and two threes. That's what they have, essentially. And Smith and Carter. Yeah, no, they don't want to pass it more. <laughs> Jalen Hurts ran, I mean, they ran 39 times and passed it 32. I mean, how many teams today in today's NFL run more than they pass? So they don't want to pass it more. Like two, three, maybe. <laughs> If it wasn't Ravens. working, it's like, what are you doing? But it's like they're winning football games doing this, exactly. which is they're winning. It's like it's yeah, and it's like if it's winning for them in actual in the actual game, like they're not gonna go away from it. No, I mean this is uh, you know, it's not exactly the same, but I think this is gonna be a little bit like the the Ravens offense kind of thing. Yeah, but. Let's switch over yeah. to the Lions because there's someone that we need to talk about. DeAndre Swift, fantasy superstar out here. 15 rushes for Only he got goal line carries. If he had goal line carries, they'd be talking him up as the Dynasty RB2. And yeah. It'd be nuts. Jamal Williams vultured him twice. Not once, but twice. I mean, DeAndre Swift is the Dynasty RB2 where I had him ranked the whole offseason. Oh, I, that's where I have him too, but they'd be talking about, you know, another tier, you know, like a tier yeah. up. No, I, I like, I like him a lot though. I'm not, I'm not concerned really. About yeah. I mean, I think it's just, he's, he's clearly the best back and like basically their best offensive weapon. I think it's a little frustrating, obviously that they do give Jamal that much work. You know, he's getting, 11 carries obviously the goal line work that valuable work for for fantasy but swift still got it done with his his work he rushed really well he broke away like a 60 yard run in like the first two minutes of the game or of their first drive and so i mean he's a monster hopefully they you know they bring williams down to six to eight touches a game and and bump DeAndre up like I don't think Jamal or Will Swift isn't the kind of guy that's ever gonna have the 80 percent you know work like bell cow roll or anything but I'm hoping it's not like 55 45 like it like you know like maybe closer to 65 or something like that it would be nice if he had more than three catches but you know mm-hmm. can't be that is yeah true. how about Amonra St. Brown this game yeah, he looked great. Stud. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, there's, there's there's all the talk, obviously, where 
last year he went on an absolute tear and oh you know it was because swift was out it was because hawkinson was out they didn't have any weapons and yes that's that all was true like those guys were all out but a lot of people you know the 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 people that really understand it's like they've been saying it's it's targets aren't just given away just because everyone's hurt like they're not just handed away willy-nilly like he earned those targets and that's becoming evident now this year where they now have swift back they have hawkinson back and he's still getting those targets and and the other guys aren't (laughs) you know like he earned that role and and those targets last year when maybe when they were out that's when he fully earned it for himself but like he's here this year and he's still the same guy and he's, he's electric. He's awesome. Yeah. He's moving up the the rankings for sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really, it was really cool that him and his brother caught a touchdown within like a minute of each other. I, I did think that was really cool. Yeah. You know, it's that's, you know, love to see that. Oh yeah. You do. Who would have known? I'm decent. Oh yeah. No, I, I was just saying who would have known, of course, of all the people that, Justin Fields is going to throw a touchdown to. It was going to be Equinamius St. Brown. Uh, but, yeah, no, I agree with that, though. Chark, I think, looked good. I think Hawkinson looked fine. I mean, yeah, we, it, it, we were, I think this isn't the – I think Hawkinson on a regular basis will get a, a few more looks. I do think he's he's going to be one of the focal points in that offense, but – I mean, they signed Shark to a, a solid contract this year, and seven we'll targets see. for Hop is not great. But yeah, it's, it's not. I mean, Goddard had four in it's, the same game. It's fine, right? Yeah, like it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's not like cause for immediate panic. It's not but I'm not. For, I'm not yeah. jumping for joy either. No, so definitely not. But yeah, I mean, I think overall, the it's just. I thought this was a fun game, obviously, to keep keep uh up with and watch and it was explosive this lions offense with jameson williams back and a real quarterback could you imagine that i think i mean i think you got all of the country cheering for them after the the recent hard knocks so i know i would love to see them do do better and again they're they're it's coming down to the wire every time. Like that's what I think we, I love. And I th- think that we love know, about the team. Won. I mean, they almost they're scrappy. Almost they bring it, out, yeah. they keep it yeah. close. You know, they were out of it at one point and then they call back, they call back. And before you know it, you know, they obviously lost, but it was a three point game. Right. I think yeah. it's just like, and that's, that's awesome. You know, and that, that was really displayed in that, in the hard knocks too. If you guys watch, I'm sure you, sure you caught some of it, but yeah. See the real quarterback question. I think they win too many games this year. Like the Eagles are a really good football team and they almost pulled it out when they play like the Packers. I think the Lions will just roll right through them. Like, I don't think they're going to get a oh, good quarterback. Boy, the Packers fans are really going to riot. <laughs> it's going to be hard. I, I think the Lions are a better football team than most people think. Like they're not going to win the division, but they're going to win a couple of games. Oh my gosh. The, Packers, that. the Packers fans are going to kill you. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, when Devonta right. Adams has more receiving yards than their whole receiving core. Just go for it. So right? yeah, you so know. we've gotten through four games. Yeah, we need what, to fifteen. Yeah. yeah, we're slow. Yeah. Next. Next, we got <laughs> we got the Bengals who look absolutely 
horrid in the first half. T. Higgins concussion, and then of course Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase. I don't think I need is to him. elaborate. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Him. I mean, so obviously it's not expected to be like a long-term injury for T Higgins. It's just a concussion. He might, he know, he has a chance to play this week, I think. Right. And certainly won't be out for more than a few weeks on a normal, normal concussion uh, timeline. But this is exactly why I, I rostered Boyd in almost all my leagues. And I know Tyler wasn't a huge fan, but mm-hmm. I just think it's, it's just one of the, he's like the rare handcuff option handcuff running back. Yeah. But like, it's, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't handcuff any of my own players. I just think it's like, oh, I'd rather just handcuff any running back, not necessarily mine. Yeah. Like but like, I just bigger. think now Tyler Boyd is what wide receiver. 30, 30, 30. Oh, I, I think if T Higgins is out for a game, I think Boyd is going to be ranked inside as at least like a wide receiver three in, and some people might be high. Like, I just think that offense obviously it looked bad to start, but they turned it around a little bit. Um, and there's certainly room for two guys, at least like, I think obviously Jamar chase had a crazy game, but Tyler Boyd ended up catching a touchdown, I think. And, He's invo- He's going to be involved if he's the the second guy up, and so that's just. I, I think he's a guy you can throw in as your wide receiver three or flex anytime that either of these guys miss a game, and they definitely have some ups, or he definitely has a little bit more upside than that. So we'll we'll see what happens. Obviously, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is easy always to say like, oh, it's great that I did this after the injury happens. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I, right. Like it's, it's easy to say, Oh, great. I mean, you faded C lamb, but like, you know, a lot of the time, like it's not, you know, it's what's predictable and what's not kind of thing. But and, anyway, yeah, I don't think we need to talk about the Bengals much. Obviously we, we knew not really, what no, Chase not, not really. The, the main thing I think with the Bengals is just to keep an eye on uh T Higgins injury. How long is that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, can be, my, I think one one small thing is like I feel like there was a, like a lot of talk about how their line got a lot better and it didn't really seem that much better from the way Burrow is being pressured a lot. Maybe that's more of a a Steelers being better, but so yeah, I mean Mixon had a very heavy uh heavy workload. I think that was kind of to be expected. He roasted him last year. Um so I mean that was expected and so, I mean, I was a little bit worried uh, if his line can't protect Burrow, obviously, it, it's just you, you want to protect the guy. <laughs> it's just it's plain and simple, and, and I really hope they look a little better. Yeah, but, me too, but I, I think they will. I mean, Mixon's fine. The Steelers' defense is tough. Always mm-hmm. is, always has been. And he still had over 30 touches, so mm-hmm. I'm fine. Yeah, He'll be I good mean, next week. Yeah, I, I agree. Let's f- so let's flip it over to the other side. I mean, yeah, yeah. that this is interesting. Seemed, yeah, I mean, I don't think they looked great either. <laughs> Obviously, we have the the Najee ankle injury. I don't know if he's going to miss that much time. I've seen. I mean, I saw it reported he's going to r- miss a few weeks at first, and then now I'm seeing you know he might not even miss a week. Like I, f- I feel like some of the reports are. A little varying still so we'll know more about that i'm sure 
soon, sometime this week, by by middle of the week, you know, a more definite timeline. Um, but it does seem like Jalen Warren, he's the he's the guy to scoop. Uh, if 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 Najee misses any time, he was the only running back that got any snaps or carries once once Najee was out. Um, we'll see if you know Benny Snell or whoever else factors in if if uh Najee does miss time but it seems like he's their guy if if Harris misses any time so that was interesting obviously he he kind of won that backup job over the summer kind of near the end of it too because it seemed like Benny Snell was kind of the guy that's been there for a little bit and uh had that role locked down and all of a sudden this this kid came out and he he locked it down so he's an interesting interesting waiver guy no he He never has never but he's just the guy that's been there and i figured you know i have him stashed away in a couple dynasties (laughs) just in case and and then all of a sudden this guy pops up and he's locked and loaded looks like he's their their backup guy so you know desperation pickup desperation pickup but i I feel like one of the most interesting things is uh chase claypool's role from this game he had six carries i did not expect him to play like a hybrid kind of role in the Steelers offense, four catches, six carries. They're getting the ball in his hands. I mean, I thought it, I think it's really smart. I mean, I think teams saw obviously what they did uh, or what, you know, Debo did last year, you know, Patterson kind of start, like almost started it, like just being that hybrid guy where he can do both. And so, I, I think it's awesome. Obviously, for for his fantasy value, it's like uh, he's not going to be getting ten targets ever. So if he's only going to get a couple targets, it's like, yeah, let's give him a couple carries, you know. And especially near the goal line, you, we've seen him get. I think he had two two rushing touchdowns or something his his uh his rookie year. So I mean, they they trust him to do that even around the goal line. So I, I'm sure if the if this kind of hybrid role keeps up, he'll, he'll end up with a rushing touchdown or two. They're going to, they're going to try it out there. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's good. I wasn't too, too high on Claypool just going in. Um, I was more so worried about the quarterback situation. You know, Mitch didn't look too great, but he did kind of hyper target his guy, which was good to see as a, you know, Deontay Johnson manager in a few leagues. Um, but I was, you know, I was definitely worried about some of the other options: Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Fryermuth, and really only one of them disappointed to like a large degree, and that was the guy that's had the most hype recently. So, what do you, what did you, what did you think? I mean, he was on the field a lot. What was it, ninety-one percent of the time? Sound, I mean, sounds right. It, it was up there, but I mean, that offense was just horrid. Like we're we're talking about the positives. I think we're overhyping it a little bit because that offense was horrid. Yeah, they could. Not I mean, the ball. I, I I agree. I just I I I guess I was just like surprised. I I was out on Fryermuth. Honestly, I just did. I just thought not like he's a great player, and Big Ben loved him, especially in the red zone, key situations, stuff like that. I just didn't think there were enough there's just enough to go around just too many mouths to feed. It's, you know, you got three really good receivers. You got a tight end. um, You got a running back that, you know, commands a lot of targets as well, basically. And so it's like, I just thought, you know, at least one or two of these guys is just not going to justify. 
Oh, no one said yeah. anything. <laughs> but Did it's just... Uh, no. No. Uh, but I'd rather have Hurts. I think we Hertz. answered that. Uh, what would you? What can you get for Gibson or Sanders? Uh, I don't know. I don't think you can get a. You can't get a first. I mean, you can probably get a second for Sanders now, and I'd just take it. For Gibson, actually looked a lot better. I don't. I would. I don't even know where we are, but uh, I would take. Uh, I'd take two seconds for Gibson. Yeah, yeah we're, I mean, what, what, we're we're just we're just finishing up the Steelers kind of okay. that game. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just like again, like I I do. Sorry about that. I, I think, like, it's just hard. The, the days where I could, like, go four or five hours on a show are, are in the past. So, like, I'm trying to, like, more coffee. I'm trying to give you guys what I have. <laughs> no, no, I'm excited about this. I just, I wear down. Like, I did so many shows. Really came shot out of a can. Yeah. That's why I try to keep the start set show short. 40, give you guys 45 really good minutes instead of an hour and a half of crap. Yeah, we're, what, an hour and a half in, and we're, like, Five. No, no, I'm good. Yeah, let's. I'm, I'm good. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. We're like five, six games in. <laughs> no, I'm good. Don't worry. I'm. I'm good. Okay. Okay. I, just like, I mean, do you have I any can't. thoughts on the Steelers at all? Well, we yeah. wrap it up. Uh, I would say. Do we talk about Chase Claypool uh, going in the backfield? A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's interesting. It makes me less interested in the Steelers handcuff. Uh, because I think that it's gonna be similar to 49ers. They're not gonna be used as much. Uh, of course, though, Jalen Warren will still be useful, but we don't know if Najee Harris is gonna miss. Week two, we don't know. We don't. I don't know anything about that. They've been very quiet. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was. I think it's it's nice though. Obviously, what I said when you were away is Claypool isn't a guy that we were expecting to get. You know, eight to ten targets on a regular basis. So if he's only going to get five, six targets or whatever, it's like why not give him a few goal line or just few rushes where he can pick up some extra points, some, some rush, uh, some yards. And, you know, he's done, he's done, uh, the, the goal line rush, you know, it's kind of a little thing like that too. So we'll, we'll see. I think it's only good for, for him to just be able to get the ball in his hands, just be able to create more. Yeah. I mean, Chase Claypool played the most snaps of any weapon mm-hmm. actually. Then Pat Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson was third. But that's because the backfield snaps. Yeah. Yeah. And Jalen Warren is the backup. That's very clear. Mm-hmm. Jalen Warren is backup. He's the only other running back who played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he's rostered in every dynasty league at this point. But he should be rostered maybe in but redraft now. leagues now, too. But yeah, I think we should move on and go. Yeah. We kind of go quick yeah. through this game. The Browns, Panthers, it wasn't. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one. I mean the running backs for the or for the Browns look good. Cream Hunt, and Nick Chubb had a good game, but that's it. Like, yeah, I mean this is exactly why I I kind of faded Nick Chubb. It's just he's awesome. He runs so well. He's a, probably the best pure rusher in the league. But Him or Derek he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but he just he doesn't get the receiving work, and he's now he's just getting vultured these this the goal line work too. It's like it's one thing if he can at least just these finish these drives off and rush these touchdowns in, but you know they put Kareem in. He I think he caught one and ran one in, um, and so it's just I, it's tough to see. It's I because I love watching him play, love watching him run and break tackles, get by guys, but. He's, he just doesn't have the fantasy friendly role in the in the opportunities. 
So it's tough. And like you said, that the passing game looked atrocious. Oh, I mean, beyond atrocious. <laughs> Donovan Peoples-Jones, 11 targets. Like, what are we doing? 34% target share. What are we doing? Okay, honestly, I, I don't know. Njoku, one up. target. What are we doing? <laughs> well, they paid uh, Njoku all the money, so of course they're going to not use him very well. Yeah, exactly. right? That's how it works. And then I think, obviously, Amari Cooper, none of us were too high on him. Maybe an understatement again, but poor poor debut kind of to start. But Well, I couldn't have know, been any lower on him. Expected, so, exactly. It's yeah, an expected result. But, I mean, I think the big, more, more intriguing and interesting talk from this game, I think, would probably be on the other side of the ball, where, you know, CMC, he wasn't, he wasn't that stud. He wasn't the the absolute RB one workhorse fantasy breaker. And he and I it feels really weird to say this, but he got saved by a touchdown. I know. <laughs> like I I know. I don't think you've ever spoken those. By a touchdown. The, yeah, the you've never said that all weeks without a touchdown. Without yeah. the only one that regularly can score thirty without a touchdown. He needed a touchdown to save his fantasy score. Like, that's awful to say, but that's where we were. And it's... Will the people admit that I was right? I said that it was perfectly reasonable to say that a healthy Jonathan Taylor could outscore a healthy Christian McCaffrey. I thought that was very reasonable. That McCaffrey had played many years. Who knows if he was going to have the same usage. Jonathan Taylor could improve more. In his third year, he had room for improvement. That seemed perfectly reasonable to me. I was told that I was insane or delusional. I don't seem so delusional now. Right? It doesn't seem so delusional now. Seems very reasonable. That's one of the dumbest things I heard all offseason. I just never got it. People acted like if it was a lock. It was just a lock that healthy CMC would be 2019 CMC. I I didn't think so. I thought 2018 CMC was more in the range of what I was expecting, which is still good, but not the 2019 version. I thought Jonathan Taylor could easily overtake that. And well, now here we are. CMC was a lot worse than I ever imagined. And (laughs) I am very concerned. Uh, Not like hitting a panic button yet, but I mean, in Dynasty, I never had any CMC because I've been out for years. So I was out. I sold him after his 2019 season. Any CMC I would have had. Never drafted any the last two years. So there's no CMC for me to have. Um, but I would sell again. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I think the one, the one, or I mean, one of the only good things is you know it's not because they were lightening his workload and taking him out all the time or something like that. Like he did play obviously almost every snap. Like the other two. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the other two mixed in for ten Which is low for him, total or something. Exactly, is low for and so that's it's it's not, but it's not where we weren't seeing something like he's getting sixty and the other two guys are splitting the other forty or something like we're not we're not going to see that. So I, I think there are better days ahead, but I do think it's a little bit concerning where you know the we're past we, game we, work is, is not good. we we the can't just lock in exactly like he's not just uh, going to be a thousand yard receiver out of the backfield. Like, I don't think that's just also, a lock. Like we just can we discuss, expected. Uh, I don't know if I put this on the show sheet or not. Terrace Marshall yeah. didn't have any 
uh, receiving statistics. He didn't even play. He was active. Mm-mm. He didn't play a single snap, and Shai Smith played 77% of them. You can drop Paris Marshall. <laughs> Did you see Ian's tweet about uh, the LSU receivers? No. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes, so yes, funny. yes. It was like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Terrace Marshall combined for how many receptions? 313 yards. <laughs> Two Those LSU receivers were crazy. Yeah, I was. I got a good uh, laugh out of that. That was, that was in, in all seriousness, I actually think you can just send Terrace Marshall packing. And Robbie Anderson now in Dynasty, I think we have to – I don't want to say that he has value, but it's not. he's not quite as dead as I maybe – Claim. Yeah, it's very you definitely. That he did that. We did. Yeah, uh, you really don't like to see that he ran more routes and he played the same more or same. He played the same exact amount of snaps. I think he ran the same amount of routes, but he had more targets than DJ Moore. Like, it's just that's just tough. They both like, played every single snap, though. Both one hundred percent, hundred percent. So Robbie Anderson is their wide receiver two. Zero questions. Now they traded for Lavisca Chenault. I. I Given they didn't even play Terrace Marshall, LaVisca Chenault was a healthy scratch in this one. I guess he wasn't ready. I would say I'd rather have LaVisca Chenault over Terrace Marshall because Terrace Marshall is just finished. LaVisca Chenault, I'm interested if they get him involved, but there's no room. I mean, we're having trouble supporting DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, let alone LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> but I, I do think that this usage tells me that they're going to put LaVisca Chenault where Shai Smith was and that Terrace Marshall is just finished. Completely. Yeah. That's what I'm reading into this. I'd, but if I had to choose, I'd actually, even in Dynasty, I'd rather have Robbie Anderson, then LaVisca Chenault, then Terrace Marshall. But Terrace Marshall is barely even rosterable. At yeah. This point. Seconds ago, trade it, Kareem Hunt, Jameson Williams, or Tyree Kill. I'm going to assume this is Dynasty. It's the Tyree Kill either way, even yeah. if it is Dynasty. It's, but it's Tyree Kill either way. We are not talking about Eckler yet, BJ. We're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to get there, but we're yeah. slowly making our way there. And yeah, biggest waiver wire buys. Uh, yeah, I mean, we that, that is a say. We clearly we're not even going to get to all the players. Uh, I would say if you're looking for waiver wire for me, um, probably going to come up more on Ask DLF than this show. Uh, this show is a little earlier in the in the process. Ask DLF is Tuesday at 9 p.m., so it'll still be before your waivers run, and I'll have all that'll actually be the best time because I'll have all the information of all the information to give you an, the best waiver decision and still in time for waivers to run. So you'll probably hear more waiver wire on SDLF. On this show, you'll probably hear more about what happened in the games, more dynasty-like movers than a waiver wire discussion um, and movers in general because it's a little early for waiver wire. A lot happens between now and Tuesday like at 11 p.m. when waivers are really starting to run. Mm. That uh, Jeff that... Wilson, top candidate. So but yeah, Jeff Wilson is a good one. I agree. 28.5 points with Javante, Javante and Denver. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I'm wishing you good luck. I, I think you could pull it out. I mean, no, I I'm not 15. saying he can't. I'm just wishing him good luck either way. If, oh, if Gino I mean, if doesn't year- show up tonight, I think he could easily secure the If way. it's yearly, I'd much rather have Hill over Hunt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Should I be worried about Camaro? We talked about this earlier, and I'm going to say no. Um, all right. Where, let's. Uh, let's- Anything Keep else going. with the Panthers? I think no, right? <laughs> I think we're, I think yeah. we're good. And this uh, yeah, moves us. Last thing is uh, backup running backs, droppable. So, yeah. Not worth rostering either one. This moves us into the Texans. And you know what we got to start with? Rex Burkhead <laughs> over Damian <laughs> oh. Pierce. 
I did. I, I had a lot of debate about Damian Pierce and start sit this week. I settled with him at running back 25. Obviously it was still too high. Anyone who played him was burned. Yeah. But, but I, I didn't expect this tough. obviously with the, with the hype train. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one thing if Rex got all the, the receiving usage out of the backfield and, and, you know, Damian at least had most of the, the rushing work, but it just didn't, it, that's not what happened. That's and not what so happened. Yeah, it, didn't, it, is, it didn't come together it, that way. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, if, if Pierce isn't startable, I'm not, I'm not going to start Rex. It's looking like we're just back to square one where Brandon cooks is the only guy that you can really start in this offense. <laughs> How about OJ Howard? Would you start him? <laughs> No, I know he caught those joke. two touchdowns, no, right? But yeah, he's, put he, he, you know, everywhere. let's let's. I'm I'm not consider me intrigued if his role actually grows because you know played. obviously exactly he, he, played, he ran six routes, he played twelve snaps, you know he had two really targets, concerning? and he got touchdown. What's up? What's really concerning actually is Brevin Jordan. Mm-hmm. Farrell Brown played ahead of him, and yeah. Uh, had more, I mean, more production, I guess. But Bremen Jordan did nothing. So, Bremen disappointing. Jordan, I think I've lost interest. Nico Collins also was disappointing. Those two guys were like the second year kind of sleeper guys on the team, and they kind of didn't do anything. It was, it was basically all cooks, and then somehow OJ Howard sneaking in there for two touchdowns. <laughs> I, I do really think that, that Bremen Jordan is not it though yeah you know who else is not it same game jelani woods jelani woods is not is not the answer yeah i i i was actually more disappointed in mo alley cox i yeah i mean mean, kylan granson played ahead of him yeah he ran kylan granson had six targets and mo alley cox had one like i thought mo alley cox would be a you know, potential sleeper guy where Pitt, Pittman's obviously that number one in that offense in the receiving game. But beyond that, it's kind of a question mark. We didn't know who was going to step up. And I thought Mo Ali Cox had every chance being nine foot four, like to, to step into that offense and be good. And it's, it's Granson with six targets and it's Ashton Doolin with six targets co-leading I the way. Actually, I would actually add Granson in deep, tight end premium leagues. Like I'd rather have him over like Jeremy Ruckert or whatever. Like if you have Mm -hmm. to have somebody. I'd rather have him over some of the other deeper stashes. No, I mean. I'd still rather have Jelani Woods because I think Jelani Woods is much more like better prospect, much more athletic, there's much more potential. So if Jelani Mm -hmm. Woods can turn it around, but I think this has made me lose interest, like you said, in Mo Ali Cox. If Mo yeah. Ali Cox is not even, he's old and kind of like whatever. If he can't even play against ahead of Kylan Granson, I don't think I have any interest in Mo Ali Cox. In you can cut Yeah. Him. I mean, back to, yeah. I mean, the thing with Jelani, it's like we know tight ends don't just come into Take the league while, and yeah. tear it up rookie year like we saw last year yeah. from Pitts. Like that, it's, it's a process. And, you know, it might take him a few years to actually get involved and become a relevant piece in this offense. But so yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not Cox too worried. Plenty of time. Yeah. But yes, 
Exactly. Mo Ali has been in this system, has now finally this is supposed to be his chance to be the the tight end one. You know, he's he's been behind Doyle and all these other guys. These other and so yep. So I'm out. I'm out on him. I I was really hoping that he would be more involved. It's looking like it's, you know, the the Taylor and Pittman show. Um, yeah, that's all, that's their whole offense. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. And I th- and I mean I think Hines kind of will be usable as like a flex. He d- I think I think he did play more than I was kind of hoping. Only <laughs> oh, played 28% of snaps though. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. So but it's, it's I, tough I figure to rely he's going to someone who's on the field that infrequently. Yeah. He got he caught all 6 of his targets. Didn't get a lot of rushing work. He only had mm-hmm. three carries out of 34 from running backs. So you're relying just, on something risky because if he had just, he was, he was targeted on a lot of the play. I mean, he was on the field for 26 snaps and saw a touch on nine of them. I don't know if that's going to continue. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like the, obviously maybe the usage. Also, he almost isn't cost there. them the entire game. I mean, it was a tie, but he fumbled that punt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he fumbled. He fumbled. He was the punter on that. Yeah. Play. He fumbled. And the Texans, if they had recovered, would have had the ball uh, basically on the goal line. Wow. Also, Nico Collins, not good. <laughs> yeah. Not good, but, you know, am I going to give up on him yet? Probably not. I'm probably no. A chance. No, it's yeah on that side of the ball. It's it's JT. It's it's pity city, and that's about it. Yeah, this was kind of a messy game, really. I mean, it's poorly played. I mean, Matt, <laughs> Matt Ryan looks washed. It washed ended up. in a tie, so yeah. yeah I mean, Matt, <laughs> Matt Ryan looked washed up. I mean, he looked yeah. He looked bad. I mean, I'm just I'm just appreciating the man for hyper targeting his wide receiver ones. It's just that's his thing. Doesn't it? I, I'm glad. I'm hoping it sticks true this year throughout have, the year. Doesn't matter I've if moved, it's who I've it moved is. Michael Pittman <laughs> up to dynasty wide receiver 11. I really yeah. liked his use. Yeah, up to 11. Oh, yeah. I, really liked his I mean, it's just, it's, I think that game is a sign. It's just like, it doesn't matter if that, it, or like, that he doesn't have Julio or Roddy White. It's like, he loves his top guy. He's going to go to him. He's going to build a connection and trust him in in these situations. And and we saw that. And he paid off. And I, I know he was definitely a big big name for a lot of guys to for uh, to take a big leap this year. But I'm really hoping that's that's what we're going to get. And that's that's kind of what we started with. So it looks good. I do think if someone's only looking at the box score, maybe you, and you see the 352 yards from Matt Ryan, you might be able to get out. Oh yeah, because he not good. He, I, I will say, there's like numerous times where they pan over to this game, and it's like a drop pass or you know some dumb penalty by the team. Yeah, but we're talking so about it definitely didn't help. Yeah, but he just didn't. No, he yeah, doesn't look, doesn't look I'm not part. saying. I'm not saying he's like we're we we definitely had some hope where he's you know a, a QB two or something for Superflex. He doesn't look too too great. I think he'd still be a QB two, but he's. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger lower lower year. end than we'd hope. Yeah, I he's, think he's cooked. Yeah, Matt Ryan is cooked. If he wasn't good in this game, what's going to happen when he plays real defenses? <laughs> That's true. 
What's next week? Next we week. Were- oh, Jacksonville. Okay, maybe he'll be good in that one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll be good in that one. And then next is Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that one maybe right. won't be as good. Kansas City played very well. But yeah, this game was putrid. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to the Falcons and the yes. Saints. Saints, Falcons. I mean, Cordell Patterson's the guy. Yeah, Cordell Patterson is the man. Stud. I mean, he's, he is their guy. Uh, and it's Tyler Algier is uh, is done. So we're done with Ty- the Tyler Algier experiment is over. Although Damian Williams did get I, hurt. Yeah, I I think he'll at least get a little bit of a chance. Like he'll be active if Damian Williams is going to be hurt you know, for a little bit. Let me give the people something they might need. I actually think you're more likely. This is going to sound insane. You're more likely to get something out of Avery Williams than you are Tyler Algier. Do you know who this Avery year or Williams? this week? Anytime. Do you know who Avery <laughs> Williams is? Do the people know who Avery Williams is? Do either of you do you know who Avery Williams is? He's their yeah, he's their third string guy. Yeah. <laughs> um did I, did I know of him before this year? Mm, probably not. <laughs> he was uh they converted him back to running back, which he hasn't played since high school. <laughs> Um, but he had two carries, <laughs> so I, I I don't know. It's, it's whatever. But I think that he's ahead of Tyler Algier on the depth chart. Tyler Algier, I mean, he'll probably be active this week, but I do think that Cordell Patterson is their workhorse. Yeah. He had 22 carries. think, uh, I mean, and Mariota, I feel like, played better than most people expected. I didn't, I think a lot of people were, were down on that offense, obviously, it's not like the most massive downgrade going from Matt Ryan to Marcus Mariota, but I think a lot of people kind of saw it that way. And I think, I mean, it doesn't, it didn't look as bad as, you know, I think many kind of expected. And that's, I think it looked really bad as a passer. He was, I mean, he can, he can keep, he can, he can keep the ball moving at least, I think better than, I was no, thinking. It was, it was, it was, I I mean, all right. It was my, really I guess... bad. It was really bad. As a passer, he was terrible. The the thing that yeah. um kept him afloat was that this team has actually decided to use his legs, whereas Tennessee, I feel like, didn't maximize it. Well, and I think that's uh, his best quality as as a quarterback. Honestly, is just how is he's yeah. mobile. And I, I mean, I, I guess I was more so coming at it from like uh, keeping his team and games type thing. Like I thought this game going into it was going to be like heavy Saints, not maybe not a blowout, but I thought they would win pretty handily. And well, that's it, not what that, happened. It's not at all what happened. So it came right down to the to the wire. So, I mean, yeah, we'll but see. he lost that fumble. You know, he lost that fumble in the third quarter. I believe near the end of the third quarter, they were, it was, they were leading by 13 points. It was third Mm -hmm. down. They were about to go and score. They were on new Orleans in the red zone. He lost that fumble. And then after that, Atlanta completely fell apart. So that was a critical fumble that he lost. (laughs) So he was responsible for this loss. You know, after that, everything fell apart. Yeah. I mean, I'm likely to touchdown there. It would have been 30 to 10. Yeah, I'm gonna have to be starting him, I think, in Scott Fishbowl next week. So have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> thanks to be, thanks yeah, to the fun. Dak injury. 
it's gonna be that. it's gonna be either Mariota or Geno Smith next week. So I'd say Taysom Hill is rosterable, just in case he ever. The reason he's rosterable is in case he ever gets in at quarterback again. Um, uh, I'm down by five. I'd rather I'd rather have Judy over Fant plus five. Uh, need less than 24 for Sutton Williams tonight. I would very much bet against you, but I'm wishing you luck. Uh, yeah, Chubb. I love Chubb. <laughs> I love Chubb. Uh, and don't do this. Taysom Hill, about, we're on that game, actually. Taysom Hill only played 16 snaps. Yeah. So I, if, I, I'm i wary. If, I, if uh, I mean, we can, or uh, I, I guess... It looks like Jawan Johnson is the tight end to own in that offense. If no, anything, there's no tight end to own in that offense. Yeah, exactly. Hill and and Johnson. Troutman. Well, Troutman is finished. Troutman done. Is Troutman didn't yeah. play basically. I mean, he played 41. percent Johnson played 74. But Johnson outran him on routes. Troutman barely ran a route. He ran yeah. like one route, or I think yeah, it was single digits. Troutman, I would say, would you just drop? Adam Troutman in, in Dynasty because I'm fine with that. I've I've actually seen him in on the waivers in numerous Dynasty leagues, so I think we've kind of already gotten there. Yeah, and I think this this game is a signal of that too. Would you rather just go with Jawan Johnson and hope he breaks out? But I don't I don't think there's I any mean, value there either. I mean, Jawan Johnson's going to catch a touchdown every few games. I'm yeah, his, I'm almost positive. <laughs> was uh promising i guess i would yeah. roster him but i'm not like I'm not like running out to if you need to on pick him. one of them up to start right away like i'm literally gonna put Jawan johnson over so in my in my lineup over troutman or hill you know what's funny in my mm-hmm. dynasty rankings now i have Jawan johnson adam troutman and Taysom hill ranked back to back to back <laughs> isn't that funny oh goodness and yeah. <laughs> isn't that funny though I, I do think that that's kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah. I don't. I don't really <laughs> want any of them. I think it's just a committee of nothing. Yeah. But Jarvis Michael Landry's Thomas, though. Yeah. Well, actually, before we or I guess kind of bringing it back to the Falcons, what do we think of Pitt's performance? He had seven targets. It was he'll be fine. He only caught two of them. I think he's fine. I'm not. I'm not panicking. I think, yeah, I yes, mean, you can, by the way, that's why I'm holding on to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I've definitely seen, you know, and heard some panic. Um, you know, obviously he was a third round pick, maybe at the latest, a fourth round pick or something like that. So uh, it was a disappointing beginning of first season or first game of the season. But I, I think he was playing the role and, and, like where we want him to as a fantasy manager, where he's, you know, he's in the slot, he's in line. He's not, you know, he's not just out there blocking. Obviously you're not going to do that with pits, but like he's specifically out there in a way that's valuable for fantasy. And so I, I think better days again, he was are, their snap are coming he, of their yeah. weapons. He played 84%. He was their leader. So he's their number one weapon. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Drake London looked pretty solid. I mean, he was questionable going in, and he ended up, you know, what, five for 70-something? Five for 74 on seven targets. I am satisfied. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I ended up taking him out of most of my lineups, but I really wish I hadn't. I got scared by the questionable tag. 
in Dynasty here, some comparable players. Um, Drake London or uh, Deontay Johnson? Drake London. Because, like, okay, so, like, I think, like, Stefan Diggs and Michael Pittman are, are better. They're, they're, those are the players I have higher. They're, I think they're not really in the same. I think you would still rather have those guys over Drake London. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. where it gets interesting is, what about Devontae Adams? He had a great week, but it's 29. He's a great year. He's going to have a great year, but would you take Devontae Adams or Drake London? I'm taking Devontae. <laughs> I think it's the kind of thing where if I have Devontae Adams and I'm a losing team and, and it's that or nothing, I mm-hmm. take that over nothing. I trade Devontae Adams away for Drake London if it's that or nothing. But Devontae Adams should be worth more. Yeah. That's I what I feel I'm, like Deontay Johnson is kind of similar, actually. If it's that or nothing, and I'm rebuilding and I need to do it, I'll take it. Drake London is five years younger than Deontay Johnson. And I do feel yeah. like by next year, Drake London, if I'm rebuilding and this year is finished, I think going into next year, I would rather have Drake London over Deontay Johnson in Dynasty. So I would take it if it was that or nothing. Tyreek Hill, I actually feel like it's the same thing. It's that or nothing, I would take it. What about mm-hmm. DJ Moore? I feel like I'd just rather have Drake London at this point. Yeah. DJ Moore, like period, in any situation. I think we kind of, we know, we basically know what DJ Moore is at this point. He's not going to, he's not going to put up all of a sudden a 1600 yard season or a 12 touchdown season. Like it's just not happening. Like we know what he is and we don't know what Drake is. And he's as a a bigger player that there, give me the mystery box. Yeah. So Drake London, I think that Drake London is close to being a dynasty wide receiver one then. Definitely is. And he doesn't even have a quarterback yet. And once he gets maybe Bryce Young or CJ Stroud next year, <laughs> insert the rocket ship emojis. What is this? Is a, a trade. Oh, well, thanks for this. The super chat. Um, Mills, Melvin, Gordon, Tyler Lockett, Olave versus Adam. I would, I, would, I would assume that's Devante. I would. Edward Solaire, you know, Benjamin, 12 team superflex. Um, Feels like that's not enough for Devontae Adams. Yeah, take uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, in, unless that's somehow Adam the- Thielen. Uh, yeah, if it's Adam Thielen, then it's the other side. Yeah, for um, sure. Thoughts on Kamara or DJ Moore? We talked about Kamara a lot, and DJ Moore we just talked about. Start thirteen. Uh, I don't think that changes my answer. Um. Judy or Sutton, long-term straight up. I'll take long-term. They're playing tonight. Let's, they're playing tonight. Yeah. Let's, 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 we'll see what happens. Uh, ask us that next week or ask Tyler tomorrow and ask TLF. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll know. I guess age-wise, it's, it's, it's you, Judy. Yeah. You say Judy, but, you know, who knows what happens tonight. That might that might kind of skew change. that. Anything mm-hmm. else from the Saints and Falcons game? No, let's keep it rolling. I mean, Jarvis Landry is worth a mention, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jarvis Ooh, Landry, um, for now, uh, is there. Although the snap share was similar between Landry and Olave. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see when Michael Thomas goes to a full complement of snaps, who loses playing time. Is it going to be Landry or Olave? Uh, but yeah, for, now, I mean, for now, if I were next week, I would rank Landry ahead of Olave. I actually ranked that- Landry ahead of Olave this week and got it right. That's that uh, was my thinking. Is like for maybe in the next few weeks, Landry might still play ahead of ahead of him. But 
as we get into the midseason later on in the season. I my my hope is that Olave is out there way more. Yeah, that would be my hope as well. James and it would be not concerning. Yeah, would it be concerning if 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 Olave isn't isn't beaten out Jarvis by week six? No, no, no. I wouldn't say so. He already played it. Yeah. I was. That's he true. played seventy four percent of the snaps, so I'm not really concerned. Caught that two point two point conversion, I think, too. Yeah, I mean, I also think they're they're moving toward more uh, eleven personnel than they've had in the past. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you actually have three receivers that are exactly, pretty yeah. pretty good at football, and you're not just throwing out Marquez and Hardy and yeah, no, and that, whoever else every week. It's think, just yeah. yeah. All right. Next Definitely. game. Keep it moving. Next, next game is the Ravens and the Jets. I feel like this is gonna be a quick one too. This is gonna be quick. <laughs> yeah. Let's, where which which side do you want to start with? Ravens. Let's let's start with the winning side. Let's let's start with the Ravens. Let's start with Devin Winners? Duvernay. Yeah. Devin Duvernay. I mean, he played only half the snaps and caught one that so caught two touchdowns. So if anyone thinks that Devin Duvernay is a thing, you can just sell it because he's not a thing. I'm yeah. not interested. I'm not interested in Devin. I mean, I'm going to move him up my rankings, but I'm moving him up from irrelevant to irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think kind of going along the lines, Bateman kind of was disappointing for 99% of the game. And then all of a sudden he caught that, obviously the long touchdown. Um, but I, I mean, I don't, like you said, if if anyone thinks Duvernay is like their their number one option or something now because of this game, it's like go go yeah, capitalize go, on go, that. Go for it, yeah. And I'm not too worried about Bateman. Um, so, I mean, they didn't have to do all that much. It's not no, it's not really a game they had to like. I mean, they were able to win running Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis like. It's as just crazy like as that is. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is a which is going to be a problem if J.K. Dobbins with his health, if they actually have to rely on Drake and Mike Davis for more than a couple weeks. Like that is that is no good. Not good also, at all. I should have just stuck with my, not that it would have mattered because they were both terrible starts, but I should have just stuck with my instincts and which said that Kenyon Drake was going to be the starter. But they had everyone in the media was saying Mike Davis, Mike Davis, Mike Davis, Mike Davis played behind this hill. So Mike they, Davis is. I think there was a quote from earlier, or when, as soon as Kenyon Drake signed, there was a quote that said, We signed him to be our RB1. Yeah. Yeah. But then all day yesterday, they were all, it was all about from like the big media was all about really? uh, Mike Davis is the guy. Yeah. And they, yeah, they did not I mean, get it right. <laughs> Tough to start either one. You got it I mean, wrong if you, if you had to start yeah, either yeah, one. I hope you didn't start either. <laughs> but yeah, going forward, Kenyon Drake is the is the man. If you have to start one, Mike yeah. Davis is un completely unusable. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, you know another preseason darling that didn't do too much. We got we got Isaiah Likely, but no, honestly, for a fourth round tight end. Yeah, he didn't catch anything, but four targets for a fourth-round rookie tight end, 45% of snaps in his first game is actually pretty good. It's promising. I'm, I'm not disappointed in that. 
My thing is Mark Andrews didn't really do anything either. But again, it com- it goes back to like this wasn't a game where the Ravens like had to really try and win. Like they were going to win this game regardless of like what they did. <laughs> yeah, so, I, but I am a little bit lower on Isaiah Likely maybe than I was before, just because like I think the immediate the possibility of an immediate impact seems a little bit lower to me. No, but I mean the the appeal uh, appeal was that likely is going to step in and behind Andrews and Bateman. It was very, it was a mystery. The Dallas Goddard type career path where it takes a long time. You see flashes, you know, he's good, but you, there's an obstacle that needs to go away. That's the appeal. Yeah. And honestly, this game didn't really lower his value much for me. He played. I mean, we sometimes see, I mean, we hear about this. We heard about this with Bryson Hopkins all this offseason. He plays 6% of taps in week one. Isaiah likely played 45%. So, and he had four targets, not zero. So mm-hmm. honestly, like not a bad debut, even though he didn't, he didn't put up anything on the sheet. Mm-hmm. If someone cuts Agreed. Isaiah likely, I would add him is what I'm saying. If someone in cuts redraft, likely, I would add, no, 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 no. I say likely okay, okay. should be rostered in redraft. Oh, I, I no, saw no, him who, getting, oh, I yes, saw him getting rostered in the end of the year. Those people are not taking my advice. You know, yes, you're right, not, you're right. I really hope those people are not listening. Those I don't think those are the people listening to this show. I said no, 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 don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm talking in Dynasty, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not too much else in terms of the Ravens, no. but no, nothing, nothing interesting at all. Couple yes, interesting uh, things. Yeah, a couple a interesting throws, things. Just to point that out, but that's just more of a commentary. He, yeah, I mean, again, he they did not have to do much. I'm excited to see them play against an actually competitive yeah, an actual com- opponent. What's next week? What's what's coming up for them? Next week is Miami. Okay, I'd say after week one, Miami is a, an opponent. Hmm. I agree. But I mean, we got we got the Jets now. Definitely. Oh Unfortunately, very, very high powered offense. Yeah. Oh, my God. Revenge game. I mean, it's 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 what do they say? It's uh, death, taxes and Joe Flacco throwing 50 times to running backs. It was (laughs) horrible. It's it's uh, I mean, you know, it's a. a bad game and a Flacco game when your running backs have like 10 targets each and they're leading <laughs> it's i mean uh, it doesn't matter but like you know tyler conklin was actually the player who played the most so he's their starter we'll get to mckitty later uh redraft trade oh, a lot of players uh holy moly yeah. wow uh, Brady, yeah uh, Pittman. Pittman, aaron jones Ertz. Um, the other side, hurt. which side? The hurt side. I agree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, now I'm looking. Birds, at yeah. Jamar, and, Chase is and on that Andrews. Side. Chase is on that side. Yeah. Chase is on that side. Yeah. And Mark Andrews. Yeah. No, it's it's. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, back to this game. Um, yeah, from the Jets side, I mean, yeah, Tyler Conklin is the tight end to roster there. Uh, and- I would rather have neither, but. If you every, to. every fantasy manager's worst nightmare with Corey Davis playing a significant role in this offense and and just 
taking away from Garrett Wilson and Elijah oh, Moore. Yeah. And Elijah Moore is their one. He played on 89% of snaps. No other receiver, you know, the other receivers played way fewer. Elijah Moore is their one. Even though he didn't get the targets to show it, he, mm-hmm. he's their one. Biggest buyer for week one. Week. It's not CeeDee Lamb. I can tell you that. Elijah Moore had a Lamb, touchdown callback at an OPI. I think, uh, I mean... Elijah Moore yeah. might be a big buy because the, the snaps were there. The targets were not horrible. It's not like he had a goose. He caught, he had seven targets. That's fine. I mean, if you have seven targets over a whole season, that's not a bad season. I mean, what's 17 times seven? I mean, that's 119 targets. That's not what we want, but that's not terrible. And, um, you know, I think things will improve for him. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not sounding a panic on Elijah Moore at all. Garrett Wilson's usage was not awful. I mean, he had he played about half the snaps in his debut, um, and he, you know, he had eight targets, four for fifty-two. I, I'm not disappointed in Garrett Wilson's debut. I was worried he would play like nothing. Yeah, I was worried too, but he looked good when he had the ball in his hand. So I, I'm impressed. I, I think all the rookie wide receivers, for the most part, did really good. We're going to talk about more of them later because they played yeah. the later. Anything state, else? But... Uh, so what about Corey Davis? Can you are you gonna be able to play Corey Davis next week? Probably not. Doubtful. Right? Doubtful. Doubtful. I don't think you're gonna have this many pass attempts again. He's just another Shake player the, that's just kind of there. Shake the magic eight ball. It's doubtful. Very you know, yeah. It's, it's just I, so I think that after this debut, Garrett Wilson actually looked good in this game. But like somehow all the Jets receivers like produced. I don't think that's gonna happen again. Um yeah, I think you're going to see more Garrett Wilson and a little bit less of Corey Davis and Braxton Berrios. Yeah, I get I get behind that. I'm glad. I don't think I don't think there's much more to talk about though. This offense was bad. We knew it's just this offense was yeah. Do we there want was to talk a lot about of volume? But it was really bad. Rest of the season for Brees Hall. You expect every game um, to be this bad. You expect to get better. I know he's not going to get ten targets I mean, he had every 10 game. Ten targets. Michael that's Carter not going to happen. Yeah, that's kind of insane. That the running backs had nineteen targets. Uh yeah. I mean, who would you rank ahead next week, Carter or Hall? Carter. It has, it has to be Carter. It has to be Carter. My 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 positive spin from this was that he or that the that Ty Johnson or like some other running back didn't at least like get in there for even a few. Exactly. It's like, it was only them two. It's one or the other. They're on there every single time. There's not a a Ty Johnson sneaking in and catching a touchdown like that happened in years past. And it's like, so, I mean, it's still hard to not say Carter is the guy, but it's tough. I do think Brees Hall will be the guy very soon. Yeah. Brees Hall is a better player. No question. Yeah. But it might take him a little time to get in the swing of things. So Garrett Wilson is a someone I would look at to buy, but I'm just so concerned that Zach Wilson is just not it. Not that Zach Wilson played in this game, but like I'm just concerned big picture that Zach Wilson is not it. Because every story we've heard about Zach Wilson is that he's bad. And that this Joe Flacco version was better than Zach Wilson. This was better. This was an improvement over what Zach Wilson would have been, is what we heard. 
And that's highly concerning if this was seen as an improvement or a positive. Oh, we got uh, a timeline on Elijah Mitchell. They're saying oh, about boy. two months with a sprained Ooh, MCL. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not good. Two months. So, oh. so that's so I was saying seven or eight. That's going to be closer to – well, two months from today would be November 12th. So let's look at the NFL schedule. So that's that's not good. That's got to be, yeah, like week nine or ten or something, right? Yeah. At least, like approaching the double digit. Yeah. So week nine would be, week nine is like November 3rd through November 7th. Um, so, yeah. Let's, yeah. Well, let's look at the 49ers schedule then. 49ers, because this is interesting. This is because this oh, is they a, have a week. Oh, they have a week nine bye. All right, so I, so I think that that means the earliest I think you get 10. Elijah Mitchell's week 10. Mm-hmm. Because week 8 Absolutely. seems too soon. That's October 30th. That's yeah. like, no. yeah, a month and 18 days. That doesn't seem possible. So I think yeah. best case scenario is you get him back week 10, November 13th. Oh, that's tough. That's crushing. Yeah, that's a crushing that blow. And in, in Dynasty, yeah, I think, I think my rank where I said below Robinson but above Pollard is going to stick uh, mm-hmm. as you know, kind of where I have him. Cause I do still think that he was their guy. There was no doubt. He was their guy among the guys they had this year that he, he was their man. So there is mm-hmm. the universe in which they just go back to him, but it's such a big risk with, He's, yeah. Well, who knows what could happen in the next eight weeks? Someone else could become, could have, blow up. You don't know. Tyrion Davis price could come in. And if he has five good games, they just go back to Elijah Mitchell. Then maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Could Jordan, yeah. maybe Jordan Mason suddenly is a superstar. Or maybe Jeff Wilson actually has six great weeks and puts it together and is their starter and he's rolling. <laughs> or they just put Elijah yeah, you never back. know. Yeah. In the no. past, they've typically gone back to the injured guy when they've returned. But this is a longer injury. Those injuries mm-hmm. have usually been two or three weeks. And they always go back to whoever the guy was after the injury. But this is like an eight-week injury. Are they going to do the same? And then who knows? I mean, who knows? They, I mean, if it's two months now, that's like best case scenario is week 10. It could be even longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, absolutely crushing for his for his season long, but also just dynasty too. It's just hard to yeah, not like slide him down. Blow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think but. I'll just like, I mean, I wouldn't, he's like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, he was someone I was selling. Uh, certainly not someone I'm acquiring now. And it's just like, if you have him, I don't think you're going to get anything for him. So you might as well just hold on to him and hope that he gets the job back when he comes back. Because I don't think, I don't even think you can get a second for Elijah Mitchell and I wouldn't sell for a third. No. So he's too talented to sell for a third. You can't get a second. I don't think you could get a second right now. Now, would you, you would you be looking to, to give a third then? Right? Yeah, sure. Why not? There's no I would, I would lose, take that really. shot. Yeah, it yeah, gives you the possibility for the playoffs that you got. Back you got an IR slot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I'm not paying a second. Still and tough. I don't think you can get a second, so I don't expect him to be moved a lot. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Jordan Mason, and Tyrion Davis Price are now very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see how that all shakes out. Mm-hmm. Um, in Dynasty, I would still have it Tyrion Davis Price first, then Jeff Wilson and Jordan Mason last. I don't know if Jordan Mason is really a thing, but 
he's worth a roster spot at the very least now. He mm-hmm. has to be. Just in case, you know. Jeff Wilson was their backup. So he would have to be overtaken by one of the other two. Next week, Jeff Wilson will be ranked the highest for me. But I, I will not rank him with confidence. But it's tough. It's against Seattle. Yeah. This is brutal for Elijah Mitchell, though. I just think it's – they're not going to – I think whatever it is, though, he's not their guy next year now. Like, this has just been too many injuries. There were three injuries last year. Now another injury for eight weeks. They, they clearly, I think, see that they need a, another guy. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to do more than spend a third-round pick at the position. I think they're going to either, you know, sign someone like Josh Jacobs or David Montgomery in free agency, who I think would be the guy ahead of Mitchell. They've just been more reliable. Those guys mm-hmm. have not missed that much time. They've been more reliable, even if they're not exciting. And or they could go, you know, pit, spend a first or a second round pick, probably second, on you know one of the top running backs in the next year's class. But I think Elijah Mitchell no longer in the range of outcomes that he's their 2023 guy. So in dynasty, it's just kind of running backs have value. I'd, I'd send a third for him, but that's it. Yeah, no, I agree with all that. I think we can move on to our next game. We got, what do we got? Are we in the afternoon yet? No, we're not. We're not in the (laughs) afternoon yet. The Jaguars versus the Commanders. We're still two hours in and we still haven't made it past the one o'clock games. But I I guess we'll wait for Tyler to come back to talk about ETN because I feel like he has some very strong feelings. And I know that's 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 the big story. So I guess we can start with the Commander side. How about Carson Wentz? He looked really good. I know it was against the Jaguars, but... He did. Yeah, no, I mean, I think there are a couple key things from that side of the ball. I think Carson Wentz looked better than than we really could have hoped for. Um, And I think the usage out of almost all of the pieces was better than we kind of expected. Besides, uh, obviously, Terry McLaurin, who ended up kind of saving his fantasy uh, point total with a touchdown later. But... I mean, Jahan Dotson had a solid, solid first game, first NFL debut, um, caught two touchdowns. Obviously, he didn't he wasn't as involved throughout, um, but it's nice to see that 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 connection that we've heard all offseason. Carson Wentz loves Jahan Dotson like it's his favorite target. Like he looked for him in the end zone and he connected with him. So I think that's a great sign. Um Terry, we already talked about. And then Curtis Samuel, the guy just came. He just rose from the grave and he really is did. back. He, I mean, and we, and we've seen this, we've seen him being used in, you know, a gadgety plus type role where it, it, I think, was it his season with uh, the Panthers with Teddy, Teddy B. Um, but it, it's, it's been possible before where he's you know he's useful in the air he takes a little bit of work out the back maybe sometimes you know we'll see if that that becomes more of a thing but i think the two biggest things i think were just antonio gibson in that Mm -hmm. in that rb room getting you know good amount of the work a lot of receiving work which you know you love to see um i think one of the funnier tweets i've seen i forget who it was from but it was like who knew antonio gibson could be a uh useful piece in the passing game and 
this this uh, former wide receiver that they converted into a running back. Oh, who knew he could catch passes downfield? And it's like, yeah, right. Like it's like, and so you know, I think I think that was a good sign. Got a lot of work there, and then you know, Curtis Samuel, he literally looked like their wide receiver one for most of the game. He looked like he was he was that guy, and we'll have to see how that kind of breaks down. But we might he he might be yet again involved in an offense where there's three you know relevant pieces. Um, and and then I think the only other name we really haven't talked about is Logan Thomas. I think he obviously he's coming off a very gruesome injury. Some some didn't even know if he would ever play again, if it was career ending potentially too. And so I think it's obviously awesome to see that he was able to make his return. He looked he looked fine out there. He's I don't think he's going to be someone that's going to get uh, a ton of targets, a, a huge target share in that offense, just given the pieces they have around him. Um, but. I mean, overall, I thought it was—I thought it was a good first game out of the the Commanders. Oh yeah, I could totally get behind that. I I like that Antonio Gibson got more receiving work than JD McGizick. Mm-hmm. Twitter Twitter gets this victory lap for a little bit because Antonio Gibson proved that he could catch the ball, which everybody knew. I, I think that was you know a widely known fact. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> the one of the things. Uh, I think in the past, it's been like not just Gibson and McKissick, but even a third guy. And I think from I feel like I, I looked at the snap, the the snaps and stuff from the from the game, and it didn't really seem like there was a third. I don't know if you, you saw it and can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think a third running back was like involved really at all. So in a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but there was no like what I uh, like Jordan Wilkins or like whoever whoever was out whoever was there last year that got a few touches and and vultured a few touchdowns. Like there's Patterson. there's none of that. Yeah, I mean, who they had they had someone Jonathan Williams or some like so, someone Jared like. Okay, I mean, it was uh. So I mean, I think that's that's a good sign going forward. While Robinson's out, I think Gibson has a solid role in that offense. Um, oh, Gibson's gonna be great, I think, mm-hmm. until then. Just a yeah. question of what happens then. Mm-hmm. You know, we said it earlier. Which, Terry McLaurin's gonna be aggravating to roster. Only two receptions, fifty-eight yards, and touchdown, like. Not really encouraging to have one of the bottom receptions on on the team. Yeah, no, I'm sorry that I keep like, I like, I don't know how Scott Hansen does it, but Scott I, Hansen's I, a I, warrior. Yeah, I'm not built. I'm not built for this type of thing. Um, <laughs> maybe I used to be, but I'm I'm getting old. Like, yeah, I don't have I the youth that. of Ryan and Conan. You know, they're, <laughs> they're hot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the. Um, but yeah, no, I, sometimes I feel like an old man, uh, <laughs> 27 years old. Uh, what, what are we talking about? What, what do I need to yell about? Give me I something. Mean, you uh, got Washington, anything, anything covered most of the weapons and stuff like that. We were making sure to save the Jaguars and that running back room talk for you. Oh, for me. Yes. Oh. Do you want to just, let's just get right into that side of yeah, the ball then go. and you can, and you can fire us off. Uh, Travis Etienne, not good. 
<laughs> not good. Not good. I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, he did play more snaps than James Robinson. I'm not. So in terms of panic, we have three panics, right? Akers, Dobbins, ETN. And it's in that order. Akers is panicking the most. Then Dobbins. And ETN the least. Because ETN was there, was out there. He was out there. He played. He, he actually played more snaps than Robinson. So he, yeah. he was involved. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so again, the ETN is not a panic, panic, panic. But uh, Robinson's not going away. Robinson's not going away. So ETN has moved down for me. Um, but other guys have also moved down. So like Akers and Dobbins moved down more. So I don't think ETN is really, has really changed. Uh, if you had to choose in Dynasty, would you have... I mean, really, it's, it, the problem is, though, there's really no comparable young guys to go against yeah. ETN. Are there? Yeah. Like, would you rather... I assume you'd rather have ETN over um, uh, Dobbins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ETN did have that dropped touchdown, and that was not good. I think he yeah. dropped two touchdowns. No. There was also... There was another the one that was, was a real play. He was wide okay. open. And Trevor Lawrence, the ball was nowhere near where it needed to be. A terrible throw. Well, that's more interesting to me to talk about. That's Trevor Lawrence looked like dog shit. Again. Yeah. Against Washington. Without Chase Young. Yeah. Unacceptable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd rather have ETN over Dobbins. Yeah. Like, I think Dobbins is just not it. Like, I think Dobbins is just finished. From, not finished, but not... I think I've, Dobbins yeah. is going to get the starting job back because they have no one else, but I just think he's going to be like a committee back, and I think that they're they're looking to replace him. I just and then Acres, I I don't I, I mean I don't know. I think there's more to the Acres story than the injury, or there's there's either another injury or there's something else. I don't think it's just the Achilles. I think there's additional problems. Uh, whereas Travis Etienne was outside of the the drop the drop issue, he was fine on, you know, the touches he had. I mean, in the rushing game, he had juice. Four for 47 in the rushing game. I mean, but hands of stone was a problem. And I think that's not something that we're, we're going to now expect from him because obviously he is touted as a great pass catching back that, that Trevor Lawrence has played with before and, and likes passing to. So, I mean, I understand the, the, the slight panic, the concern, but I am overall not that worried about him. Um, like you said, like, even if he was in on snaps and just didn't exactly. Yeah. And, and like when he did get touches, did pretty well with them. The ones that he didn't drop or whatever. Yeah. And so the problem is James Robinson also looked good. Exactly. Yes. And he seems to be like the clear first guy, especially in the uh, in the rushing game. And so, I mean, I think I, I, I don't think anyone expected James Robinson to come in here and get the workload he just got. Um, I think I think yeah. a lot of ETN managers, I think we they, they drafted him. And we're really hoping for a, a really strong, at least open to the season before James Robinson came back and and kind of started siphoning some some more valuable work. And so I thought that was a little that part, I think, is a little concerning. But that's more of like an indictment on 
on James Robinson being awesome or like more of a signal of that rather than like, oh, ETN doesn't look as good or anything. So I'm hoping, you know, I think it'll probably even out. And even if it doesn't, I think ETN sees the field a lot and they can use him hopefully in a little bit more creative ways. If, if even if they can't give him the rock like 20 times a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also did have that fumble, but anyone with that hit would have fumbled that ball. What, so. yeah, that <laughs> what, what about James Robinson? So we already talked about <laughs> him over Elijah Mitchell, Tony Pollard. What about uh, James Robinson versus uh, Ramondre Stevenson? That's close. I think I'll take James Robinson, honestly. Uh, better this season. James Cook. Robinson. James Robinson. Rashad White. I think that's it for me. I think yeah, that's where he's gonna end up. I'm gonna put him. James Cook is probably still too high, and I really don't. I um, I'm right there with you. <laughs> that's too. Yeah, I mean, I think it was easier for me to say yes to to Ramon or to over James Cook than over Ramondre. So that's yeah. that was my that was my thinking. <laughs> No, James Robinson is moving up. I mean, I but still though, I just don't. The, there's no universe in which Travis, like you know, we can say James Robinson isn't going away, but Travis Etienne's not going away either. We're not going back to James Robinson being a workhorse. You know, like I still in Dynasty only rank him at like like RB thirty or so. Like I'm not, but he's an. Uh, like a restricted free agent after this year, he could easily end up on another team. I do think he's good. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Who knows? We've, we've seen it I before mean, with like Philip Lindsay. I wish that offense were good because if it were good, these are the types of running backs that could both be usable. But the offense is not Absolutely. Good. But I guess, you know, in, uh, in the Browns offense is not good right now and Hunt and Chubb were both good. It's so. a fair point. I mean, as you, he just looks like he's an outlier, especially with the injury and stuff too. It's like we don't none. I think that was what we really or like. We thought is like he can't come back and be like this good. He's coming back from an injury, and like no one's that good off of an Achilles tear right away. And it's like he yeah, I would say I'm not really good. I'm not all in on him or anything, but like he definitely gained a lot of value this week. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. And then, I mean, I thought their receipt, I mean, Christian Kirk obviously got Christian paid the Kirk big bucks and man. he looked yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk is their man. I have him. I moved him up. Uh, he's really, yeah, he's really challenging. Uh, yeah, up in the ring. I mean, I, I thought the only other thing was, uh, I think I said, keep an eye on uh, Zay Jones. I thought yes. he, he got I, I a lot of the work. Well. Um and it was funny. I found I've already started digging into some of these the, the splits that I love looking at. And so one one that I already found with Zay Zay Jones, third down targets this weekend in games, who had the most? It was Jamar Chase, of course, uh, CD Lamb, of course, Brandon Cooks, sure, right, and Zay Jones. <laughs> he he went in there. They all had five third down targets, and it's like so that's you know that's a situation where. It, the quarterback isn't just going to anyone. It, it's he's got to trust you. He's got to have a connection. He's he knows he's put it in your hands, and you can m- keep the chains moving. Um, so I thought that was you know just a good 
good sign at least and someone to definitely kind of watch out and see how his role kind of continues growing if if it keeps growing um but yeah no i thought it was a good first game out of those two big signings at least yeah yeah evan ingram on the other hand no (laughs) he caught all four of his targets yeah but I mean, it seemed like the the talk seemed like he was going to be really involved and be, you know, a he key was about as involved as I thought he would be. Yeah, I guess that's that fair. was the, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, then. he honestly was fine. I mean, this is probably just about what I expected. Yeah, four for twenty eight. Yeah, he was fine. He was fine. Let's see what happens going forward. But it's clear that Christian Kirk is their one, and Zay Jones is their two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the next Trevor game, Lawrence not... was bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. I, yeah, I, I really hope he turns it around because I do too. Someone yeah. as good as good of a prospect of him to fail, and it's not going to be for off the field. Like Trevor Lawrence is like, you know, like an angel type, a saint. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, someone like that. Like no off field, nothing. Like someone like that level of prospect failing would like, who's the last one? Really doesn't happen yeah. very often. So that would be very very unusual. We answered this. Uh, uh, he's. I would take a second for him and just move on. Yeah. I don't. I still don't believe in him. Yeah. All right. How many games are we even through? Uh, we have. We just got done the one p.m. games. So we have four more. Oh, you've got five more. Five. Well, including the preview, yeah. Yeah. No, we have, we have Packers, Vikings, Giants, Titans, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Cardinals, and Bucks, Cowboys. So is that okay. five? That's yeah. five, yeah. Two, Great. three. I don't think we need We're, to talk about the Vikings, though. Uh, oh, really. Yeah, not really. Justin no. Jefferson, good at football. Yeah. Move on. Also, yep. Yeah. So I <laughs> Given how long this show is, there's no point in doing a Monday night preview. <laughs> By the time no. people watch it, it'll almost be the time for the game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, literally, if you, unless you're watching it live, you're not going to get to the part where we do the Monday night. If we're going to, I think we're just, we're just going to skip the Monday night preview this week. If we do it next week, we'll do it at the beginning. Yeah. That's smart. But yeah. Let's, let's Very skip that. Smart. Let's, let's skip I think that. it was, it was hard. To, it's hard to, yeah, it would have been hard to do that for this week considering we haven't actually seen him play yet. So yeah, but we'll, um, we can do that. We'll do that at the beginning next week if we do it, because literally if we did a four hour show and it's at the end, if someone watches later or starts yeah. watching it, not right at the beginning, they won't get to it. Agreed. Uh, so I took that off the show sheet. So we'll skip that. Um, not not much about the, the Vikings. I thought they looked good. The only, the, literally the only point I had about it, about the, their side was, I said that Madison was more involved than uh, past RB2s in that offense. Um, And so just something to look out for. Obviously, Dalvin didn't have the greatest game. Um, And, I mean, he he didn't absolutely dominate the backfield touches and, and snaps like he usually does, where, you know, Madison only comes in every every six carries that this guy gets because he just needs a breather right or like or when it's an injury like no he was actually kind of out there sometimes and I didn't see if that was mainly at the end but it wasn't like it was like a complete blowout the whole game or anything it was a low scoring game 
Um, so yeah, that's the only thing to watch for me. Other other than that, you know, it seems to be Justin Jefferson, and that's, that's it. it. Irv Smith was not non-existent. It's yeah. I mean, I don't. It's it's one of those things. It must be. It's it's a combination of the, the player and the one percent of the snaps. So yeah, yeah. panic much. button. Like you know, last year you'd see plays where Cooper Cup is just wide open, and you're like, how the hell? Like why? How is he so open? It's like we saw that a lot with this with Justin Jefferson this game, and so obviously that tells me it's it's you know something in that in that scheme that they had and you know kevin mcconnell might have brought some of that over but it also is definitely like it has to be a good player otherwise they could do that for every player and they're just always open like that just doesn't that yeah. doesn't happen so i think that basically though you're only going to be able to start justin jefferson reliably here you cannot start irv smith again uh until he gets snaps you cannot start kj osborne and adam Thielen was out there for actually more snaps than justin jefferson but barely saw any targets so i'm gonna struggle to trust him either so yeah. I think it's Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook only for me. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara just picked up a rib issue. He should be fine, but that just got reported of about oh, four or five minutes ago. Oh, okay. Well, uh, At oh. practice? Nah, during the game. Oh, okay. uh, uh. So that might explain some things. Let, let's see how that develops during the week. Yeah, uh, so would you do Cup, Mitchell, and Penny for Pittman and Saquon? Um, Ooh. I would take... I mean, Mitchell is is done. Uh, yeah, here. this is, this is basically Saquon. just Cup and Penny for Pittman and Saquon. Yeah, almost this is redraft. I guess I'll take Pittman and Saquon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But moving on to the Packers. Yeah, that's Yikes. the more. Int- I mean, Aaron Rodgers looked awful. awful. He did. But... And you know what? I mean, I warned people. That a 38-year-old quarterback with no usable weapons of any kind, which maybe, just maybe, wouldn't be all that great. Just maybe that that was a possibility. Just maybe. And now here we are. It was worse than I ever could have imagined. It was. I I think it's just, I, I, I think completely valid and there is a chance but i i'm not waiting until or i'm waiting until after week one because whatever sure, reason so he did this same crap last year no 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 no. <laughs> not even that it's just he did this last year i don't know what the heck it is where he just absolutely downright sucks they're the worst team in week one last year remember they got completely shut out by the saints and he That's looked right. like he Devontae was Adams absolutely year, done they had yeah, Devontae Adams yeah, last year. Yeah. They but, had Devontae like, Adams. They don't have don't Devontae know. Adams this year. I, I'm not ready to completely say he's done, though. I mean, I do think there's a chance that, yes, he doesn't have Devontae. He's older and, you know, he's going to fall off. I do think every every possibility, but I I just I mean, what I just think he's, he's from, good. <laughs> what changed from week one to week two last year? Oh, I wonder. They got more the ball to Devontae Adams more often. And then in no, week- he just had the week one jitters. Come on. Yeah, but they had <laughs> Devontae Adams to fix it. There is no Devontae Adams now. There is no Devontae <laughs> Adams now. He had no, he didn't develop chemistry with any of those crappy receivers last year. He failed throwing all of them. But he was able to save everything because Devontae Adams was there to cover up a lot of these other problems. But now Devontae Adams is not there. He's not there. So now they don't have anything to paper over all these issues. 
and their, they, you know, their pace of play last year was awful. It was awful. A lot of the play calling, very questionable. Matt LaFleur, very questionable play calling in a lot of situations. I mean, how often were the fans calling for his head? Very often. <laughs> and now we're talking about hey, how, why weren't they prepared? He's saying that they were unprepared to play week one. Why were they unprepared? You had all offseason to prepare. You knew who the week one opponent was. You knew that Justin Jefferson was going to be a problem. You should have been prepared. Yeah, you lost Alan Lazard. Oh, I'm so sorry. You lost a couple of linemen. You should have done something about it. You should have done something about it. If that was really the case, you should have gotten Aaron Jones the ball more, but they didn't get Aaron Jones the ball more. They didn't do that. So they weren't prepared. A.J. Dillon had more targets and more receptions and more yards in the receiving game than Aaron Jones. Something went wrong here if this was their game plan. This was not, you know... A.J. Dillon, 10 carries, and Aaron Jones, three receptions is a problem. Both of those numbers don't, are not good. That's not the right way to have a game plan. So who controls the game plan? Unacceptable. And I expect next week to be a lot better because if it's not better against the Chicago Bears, we're going to have a big issue because the Chicago Bears are not a good team, and they should, they should come out and do what they usually do to divisional opponents and eviscerate them. And if it's another disaster next week, I'm not hearing an excuse. I don't want to hear about... You know, Alan Lazard didn't come back in time. It's, it's not going to work as an excuse. It could turn very ugly very quickly. I begged people to sell Aaron Rodgers before the, the season uh, started. You know, he's 38. I just, without Devontae Adams, he had no ceiling to me. I didn't see why people would want him in a super flex. I begged and begged and begged and begged every time. And I think the people who sold him are going to be very happy. People hold on to him. Now it's too late. Because if they don't turn it around next week, week three is, a get, is at Tampa. So that one's going to be much better. That one is a big problem. So it's, they, they need to turn it around next week. Otherwise, we're going to have, you know, a big issue moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much Terrible. fix in that. Terrible. There's no good takeaways from this game. Terrible. The only good takeaway is that Aaron Jones ran the ball well and they didn't give him enough touches. It's the only takeaway from the Packers yeah. side of the ball. It was all bad. Disgusting wide receiver committee. I mean, it's the three wide receivers all played between 57 and 67 percent. Four wide receivers, Dubs, uh, Cobb, Watson, and Watkins all played between 57 and 67 percent of the snaps. So there's, it's hard to tell who really was, you know, in in command of that rotation. And tight ends, four tight ends all played between 25 and 38 percent of snaps. How helpful is that? Terrible. So disgraceful performance. And next week had better be better. Otherwise, I'm going to be right back here. Agreed. We will. We will. We'll be here anyway. But oh, but I'll be right back here <laughs> criticizing them again. It better well, be yeah. better. That game is such an abysmal primetime game. Packers and Bears. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not not great there. But you better anyway, believe I, it. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't deliver on prime time, I think people are going to start to realize what I'm saying. He looked terrible, along with everyone else. Yeah, definitely did. <laughs> but I, I think we can move into Giants versus Titans, and yeah. I, I think we could talk about Saquon potentially being back. The Giants won this game. Is I should know. It's terrifying. It's probably they probably played the worst of any of the teams that won. It's close between them and the Bears, for which True. winner played the worst. The Giants yeah. tried every possible thing to lose this game, yet still won. I mean that interception that Daniel Jones threw in the end zone. <laughs> the, how open Kyle Phillips was on the last drive of the game. I mean, the Giants were terrible, yet still won. I don't know what that says about the Titans. Um, 
So I tried Jalen Hurts, Nick Chubb, Allen Robinson for Cooper Cup and Kirk Cousins. I don't know what this is. Is this a, a super flex? Is this a redraft? You got to give it. I'm going to say it's a redraft, 12 man PPR normal. That's what I'm normal. Uh, in that case, I'll take. Uh, I mean, if it's one QB, I guess I feel like Cooper Cup just is the only one is like the stud asset in here. So I think I'll take that side. That's yeah. close. Yeah. But yeah, give me details on this, uh, uh, Bronco. Um, yes, Giants and Titans. Go ahead. I mean, is Saquon back? That's the that's the big question we have to ask here. He oh yeah, no, really he is. good. He is he he looked really good. good. Yeah, he looked good. He's back. It's been it's been way too long. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. No, he looked great. So he's back. Yeah, I think that's all we have to say. But the bigger concern is why was Kadarius Tony not in the field? Feels like a coaching thing. Yeah. Watching Richie his... James was on the field instead, and David Sills. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't he get had, it. What, seven snaps total. Uh, I, I have a snap. Yeah, seven snaps, twelve percent. And he had he was great. He had two wow. touches for twenty three yards in the rushing game, and then he did yeah. nothing. His, yeah, I don't know if you saw the two rushes he actually got. He looked no. That's like, what I'm saying. He looked great on the two rushes. Yeah, had, no, that's then, what I'm saying. It's like. Didn't. It's crazy. It's criminal yeah, that that you give him these touches and he does. He looks great on them, and you're like, "Yeah, that's it. We're done." <laughs> it's <laughs> like, no, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Let's not try anything else out with him. That's enough for today. It's like, were they? It's are they just, like that scared of him getting injured? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I this is the I amount know. of double bubble ta- bubble wrap that they're putting on is like they give them two rushes and they're like okay okay that was scary all right next time we'll give them we'll give them a catch we'll give them three <laughs> yeah, i don't know Kadarius tony i guess i just don't really want in dynasty because i just, not I, good i can't trust him it's just a headache like you just you, don't we, even know when he's it's gonna tough play. because he exactly and it's like it's it was finally oh it's he's 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 healthy he's playing you got to use him while he's healthy. That'd be dumb if you, he's going to get hurt again in a few weeks and then you can't use him anyway. Like, use him while he's healthy. And then he's running behind Richie James. Like, what is going on? And even after Wandale gets hurt and misses the rest of the game, he does nothing additional. Well, Wandale was playing ahead of him. At when well, exactly. That's, and, yeah. and, then, and then he gets hurt. He leaves. He doesn't play the rest of the game. And Canarius still doesn't you know, do better, like get a target. Like, or like, you know, I would say the one thing not to scary. waste your time on is do not bother putting Richie James on your roster. <laughs> I don't think we need to, I don't, I actually would not I agree. Him. Like I'm, I'm good. Like they're going to stick with Kenny Galladay ahead of him. Sterling Shepard is, this was the first game off the Achilles. He actually looked good. I think Sterling Shepard is going to be ramped into the offense. He and caught then, that long touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Kadarius Tony, I think is going to Wanda Robinson injury doesn't seem serious. Kadarius Tony, I think is going to get more playing time eventually. Richie James is actually one of the players who produced this week where I would just not bother. Sterling Shepard, I would, actually. Sterling Shepard, I don't mind adding in a deeper league. I don't know how much he's going to give you. But Sterling Shepard, I think, is the one who could get some fantasy production this year. Um, but there's really no upside with him either. Kenny Galladay, I, at this point, I think you're just waiting for him to maybe go to a different team. Uh, but I, I'm not betting again? on him. Yeah, again. He's just sitting on the back of my roster, just kind of clogging up a spot. I, I'm almost fine with just like nuclear cutting him. And then Wandale Robinson, I did like what I saw. Yeah, the little bit of it that we did. Tough. Yeah, I was gonna say it's tough because he tough to evaluate yeah. him. 
tough to evaluate him because not much happened. But even the fact that he was out there and running as effectively, what, their third wide receiver when he was healthy? Like, yeah. that's, and he's, you know, ahead of some of these other guys that we, we didn't really know. So I thought that was a good sign. And I, I don't I know if this- you saw his, do you see his quote about the injury after the game? No. He basically said he like felt a little ding in his knee and he felt like he could probably go back to it, but he didn't feel like it was a hundred percent. So he had to let the coaches know. So yeah. it doesn't sound like it's anything major. It sounds like it's minor. Uh, no, I, maybe I think he'll play maybe a game. Week, yeah. yeah, exactly. Maybe I do one think game. that this gives promise to what this offense could be without Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones is holding him back. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not, he's not anchoring the them down. <laughs> I would, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. And then I don't definitely some concern on the other side of the ball though, too. Oh yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry didn't look all that great. I mean, I've never seen Derrick Henry get like hit stick before. Yeah. yeah I, that, that was crazy. And it's, <laughs> I think the best thing I saw was, you know, it's, he finally got a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he got one target and didn't catch it. So again, I'm kind of like not getting involved in the passing game. Like I want to see, mm. you know, and there was like hope that. last year before he got injured in the beginning of the season. Yeah, like he was well a couple that. Don and now exactly. I was going to say, bring that name up. And now they have this guy that they seem to really like out the backfield. And so if they're throwing to someone in, out the back, it, it doesn't seem like it's Henry. It's it's going to be Dontrell Hilliard. Um, but I just don't and, think, like, what are you going to get out of Dontrell Hilliard in, um, like, is he, I mean, I would maybe roster him, but he only played 18% of snaps. Like, he wasn't really out there. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like he was, 14. yeah, it seemed like he was out, when he was out there, he's out there effectively to catch the ball out of the backfield. Like, he, because he yeah. did get a few, he got, what, three catches for two touchdowns too, right? But I'm not but, running to burn my fat. No, 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 not at all. It's, yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm not well, I think to burn my you put it well, I think it's, it's good enough to roster, intriguing enough to roster for the time being, but like, there's, he's not touching my lineup and I'm not like spending actual fab to acquire him. And I still think Hassan Haskins is actually the handcuff. Like, I don't Where, think Dontrell Hilliard is going into a much bigger, like a huge role if uh, Derrick Henry goes down. I think Hassan Haskins would be the early down runner. And Dontrell Hilliard would get a few more carries, but would remain mostly a pass catcher. Yeah. I did like that Hassan Haskins at least got on the field. Mm-hmm. That is... Very that was something. One. Um, and then the wide receiver rotation here. Uh, Robert Woods played the most snaps, but did nothing with them. And then Nick Westbrook-Akina played the second most, but also did nothing. nothing. I think and it then Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips played fewer snaps, but did more. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I really like, I've, we've, I, I th- we've definitely brought his name up, but like Kyle Phillips, I think we've, I like we like what we're seeing. We like what we're seeing a lot out of him. I think he, what, led the team in targets, right? He had nine targets. Yeah. Nine targets, even I though mean, he didn't even play half the snaps. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think he looks good and 
his his role will continue just growing and he's just that that slot guy that they got and they trust him um clearly even as a rookie and over Traylon even to an extent um but I do I do think Traylon also looked good in his his work yeah, his usage good. um yeah so uh, yeah I mean I think the big disappointments I think were Robert Woods and Austin Hooper Austin Hooper was a total disaster yeah um Robert Woods tough. I think might have better days I hope I, so and I, I and I agree was, I think there were times where he was open um and he just didn't get the ball or whatever. I have not given up on Robert Woods, but Austin mm-hmm. Hooper, the usage was not what I wanted. I wanted yeah. to see him out there for more of the snaps than he got. 62% is okay, but Jeff Swaim outsnapped him and outproduced him. So That's, Austin yeah. Hooper is just a pass for me mm-hmm. at this point. That's tough because we heard all the offseason about how uh, Tannehill and Hooper have a connection. And, you know, it, it's basically wide open after – even even not even after Woods, but just that. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a mess there. I do think for Woods though, who would you rank highest of the wide receivers next week? Would you go with Woods again for the snap share? Would you go with Burks? Would you who had the lowest snap share, or would you go with Phillips? Actually, is the highest. You had to rank these three. I think in in PPR, I think I'm in full PPR. I think I'd honestly go with Phillips. <laughs> See, I still think I would rank Woods the highest. He's the he played. I'm not going to yeah. rank Westbrook or Kena and Woods played the by far the most snaps of the other. Three. Yeah. But, so yeah, I, it'd be hard. It's hard not to hope that Woods is still their number one guy. Given that the guys who didn't play produced as much produced more, it's hard to trust any wide receiver here. I don't think I'm going to rank any wide receiver on Tennessee in the top 40 this coming week. I don't think I can. Uh, that's likely you, it. In redraft, I'm. It's hard to trade in redraft, but. Again, specific trades are better. This is this is a very vague question. It depends on what kind of trade you want to do. Um, do I trade mm-hmm. Gabe Davis for CD Lamb in redraft? In redraft, would you rather have Gabe Davis or CD Lamb? Oh boy, it's not so easy, right? Thought it would be easy, but it's not. I I'm still taking CD you, in redraft. You'd still take CD Lamb because I'm. Not I think so. Um, I think so. I think I'd have to just because of the target share, yeah. but it's very close now. Yeah, I'd take CD. Yeah. I take CD, but it's close. It and, is in Dynasty. It's still easy to leave CD. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a not a question really in in yeah. Dynasty. But... Uh, I started Jameis over Lance. I feel Jameis is better for Week Two. I, I haven't gotten to Week Two yet. Um, ask me that on Ask DLF. I'll at least have Week Two ranks in front of me. I, I, the, the, this time, I'm still I have my Week One spreadsheet open, not my Week Two. Um, or Bateman. Uh, I'd rather have Lance. Bateman, Wait, is that I saying think. would you rather trade Bateman away or Gabe Davis away? I'd rather or trade is Bateman it away in yeah. redraft? I'd rather trade than, away. than Davis, right? Yeah. Okay. In yeah. Redraft, no, I'd rather that... trade Bateman away in Dynasty. I'd rather have Bateman, but in redraft. I'd yeah. Okay. Bateman. No, I was clarifying that because I agree with that part for sure. Um, but yeah, any other take? The only other takeaway I would say is he didn't actually record any statistics, but Daniel Bellinger played as the Giants' number one tight end, which is impressive for a fourth round rookie. So yeah, he should be on rosters in Dynasty League. So just. Keep, keep his name in mind. Oh, and Chigakwankwo did get some interesting usage. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to be anything, the tight end's tight end, but if someone in tight end premium leagues, I wouldn't forget about. Kyle Phillips mm-hmm. might be a sell high. Like, if you can get... I think if I could get... Um, I don't think I would... A single third is just okay. I, I'm not sure how appealing that I is. I need a second. 
if I could, I, I think you're not going to get that. I think yeah. if I yeah. Phillips and a third into a second, I would just take that and move on. I don't think Phillips is really anything big. Like I don't, I'm not worried. I'm missing out on something special. I think I'm missing out on something just okay. So I'd rather have the second over Phillips and a third. That's often the kind of move I try to do. I think we're done with this game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to Raiders Chargers real quick. I mean, not much it's to talk about a, here either. I thought this would be a shootout, and it really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it Devontae started got his. Mm-hmm. It started like it was. It looked like it was gonna, and then the the. I mean, more so the Raiders kind of slowed down. Um, but, I mean, it seems like, you know, the biggest of stars that all changed teams and we were kind of confused or, you know, maybe a little bit skeptical or hesitant on their usage. It's like, you know, A.J. Brown, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, they just got put in their new offenses and they are the alpha. Just like yeah, it, we, we should have thought. Like we should have thought, and it's like they're getting, they're still there, and they're still getting all the targets. So yeah, I mean, for, for the Raiders, Devonte Adams is great. Darren Waller is good and startable, and he's a player you want to play. And everyone else is irrelevant, including Hunter Renfro, who which stinks. Yeah, he got he got like nothing, nothing. Yeah, he he's fine, but he needs one of those two guys to get injured or a really big passing day. But he didn't he didn't really do anything. And Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs was also kind of disappointing uh he ran well though i i don't want to just give up on josh jacobs because he did run well but yeah i i was a little disappointed and i do think the chargers line and like just defense as a whole is a pretty solid defense as opposed yeah, to yeah but the problem know? has nothing to do with how jacobs performed he actually performed yeah. great on every touch he had he was uh, great as a rusher 10 for 57 and he caught the one pass he had for 16 yards so he was great on the touches the problem were the touches he was given he just wasn't given the touches. So that's more mm-hmm. of an issue. It's not that he uh, didn't perform well. So I, mean, I am concerned. That well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm at, I'm at more so just like I feel like they'll have more scoring opportunities in other games. And it's like Hopefully. that's when he it's like you. It's the, not the, quite the committee that people were scared of. He still played 60 percent of the snaps. Only Brandon Bolden had carries outside of him. So it's mm-hmm. not the most concerning situation. Not as bad as it could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But besides that, the Raiders, yeah, nothing much to talk nothing about. Much, yeah, they were. I mean, Waller was okay, but yeah, four for seventy nine is not bad for a tight end, though. No, especially in this offense. But I just, but yeah, Waller's high end ceiling went away the second Devonte Adams came there. Yeah, but he's yeah. still fine. It's, Darren Waller is a must start every week. You cannot bench Darren Waller with the tight end landscape. Absolutely. I think the other side of the ball is more interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mike Williams, even with the Keenan Allen injury, something to talk about as well. I mean, Mike Williams played 93% of snaps and had uh, caught two of four targets for 10 yards. Not good, but it's just one game. I'm not going to write Mike Williams off. He was out there. Yeah, I mean, Williams has never been the the picture of consistency. Um, so, so. You know he's gonna he's gonna have games like this, but he's also gonna have a game where he you know goes for over a hundred yards and a touchdown. So you take yeah, with, don't, don't you take the bad Williams. with the good, and it's, it's still the Chargers. Him, I yeah, barely moved him. so I'm not I'm not really concerned about Mike Williams. And Her- Herbert obviously looked great. So yeah, Herbert looked great. Keenan Allen is gonna miss time. Keenan Allen yeah. with this, he's not playing this week because on Thursday night, so there's zero chance he's playing this week. He's gonna miss time. Josh Palmer season. 
So Josh Palmer played 75% of snaps, but what had there were touchdowns for Xander Horvath, DeAndre Carter, and Gerald Everett. Josh Palmer only caught three of four targets for five yards. He really didn't do anything, but he was out <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll be yeah. out there again next week with Keenan Allen out. I mean, he was getting usage. 75% of snaps is a lot. I mean, he's their clear wide receiver three uh, ahead of Carter and Guyton. But, yeah, I um, – we'll see. Again, I'm not really moving him down. It, he, he got the snaps at the very least. So let's see if the production starts to come. But, yeah, if it, if it does, if the production doesn't come over the next couple of weeks, then I'm going to be concerned for sure. He's got to do something. He can't just play snaps and do nothing. But let's see if he actually produces something. Now's his chance. Yeah. But besides then, that, Herbert looked really good. So Yeah, Herbert looked great. Uh, Gerald Everett was fine. Uh, he, he was good. I'm happy. Uh, you'd be happy with him. Trey McKitty saw a lot of playing time, but I, I don't, I mean, I guess you can roster him, but yeah, <laughs> he's not someone yeah. I'm super interested in. It's, I mean, especially, I mean, I think Parham was also out for the game too. So I don't know yeah, how much so that's why I'm really not interested. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much he's going to be involved once he's back. And it does, it seems like Everett, probably will be i mean i i do think the team likes parham so i think both of them will be relevant once once he is back but not relevant really but like not yeah i mean i'm fine rostering trey mckitty because he was a third round pick and like we'll see what happens but i'm not like running out to spend fab on him either austin eckler's the concerning one though the usage wasn't good he didn't even play half the snaps Sonny Michelle and Josh Kelly were in there way too much. So I am concerned about Austin Eckler. A little bit. Now Not is that he I a, want Sony Michelle. Or would he be a buy low, though? Are you that concerned? Get, get I'm a little bit, yeah. I'm a little yeah. bit concerned that it's just, like, it might just be time. I don't know in Dynasty how far I'd move him down. It is just one game. But, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, would you rather have Austin Eckler or Joe Mixon in Dynasty? Joe Mixon also had his concerning usage. Ajay Piran was on the field way more than we would have liked. Yeah, but Joe Mixon he, still had 27 he carries. Got, yeah, he got his work. I'll take probably, Joe Mixon. Probably right yeah. Up. Probably. I agree with that. Yeah. It's tough. Tough um, indeed. But yeah, there's really nothing else from this game. Now we talked so. about everything. We touched on Joe Devert a little bit, Keenan Allen's injury. Yeah, we'll have to see when Keenan Allen comes back, but it will not be this week for sure. Yeah, so the final afternoon game is Chiefs versus the Cardinals. And wow, did Patrick Mahomes and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Juju come to play. Unbelievable game from Mahomes. Mahomes is, uh, yeah. Mahomes He's, is, he's pretty good at football, huh? I yeah. would say so, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. scoring twice. That that's I mean, the most. Yeah, he looked good. Um he Clatter did score twice, but I was kind of concerned about the, the usage. I mean, he only played thirty nine percent of snaps. I know it was a blowout, but it's not like he was a workhorse or anything. 
Yeah, I mean, I do. Th- I definitely think, like you said, it was like a blowout. I think the snap share, the numbers are a little bit skewed because Pacheco kind of got out there for a lot of snaps and carries Late, by the time yeah. the by the time the game was basically that's over. That's, yeah, but most of Pacheco's twenty three percent was after the game was decided. Yeah, I mean, I, I my thing. I mean, I got a the a hot take is Mahomes no longer has someone that he has to force it into. Yeah, <laughs> so he can yeah. he can spread the ball around however he likes, and he's going to be even better. Let's go. If, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be even better. <laughs> no, but... I don't know about that. And Tyreek, obviously, I'm not I'm not slandering him. He is an amazing talent. He can make things happen on his own. But I do think there's some type of not re like not logic to it, but like I think there is some part of truth to what I just said where. He, I obviously he wants to get it to Tyreek. He's a very good player. He can make things happen, but he doesn't feel the need to have to involve him week to week, right? Because we have we see it all the time. You know, a star receiver he gets two looks in one game. He comes out, he's like, "I need more looks," and the the team makes it a makes it a thing. It's like, okay, we gotta we gotta get him more involved. And next week he goes off for, you know, he gets fifteen targets. And so I don't think that's a thing. Like no juju. And Marquez Valles Scantling, they're not coming out after they get three targets in a game and saying, I need more touch. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, you know? know, so so I think I, I, I that- truly think he's just allowed to free, like complete freedom, throw to whoever he wants, to whatever he wants. And I, I love that. I do love it. I would and he say looked, though, he looked awesome. And between mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Juju Smith Schuster, I think Juju Smith Schuster is more likely to be real. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire is more likely to be the Mirage. Like, I don't, I yeah. buy it a little bit more yeah. with Juju. I, I, I mean, I agree because it's more, uh, Juju's success is way more reliant on Pat Mahomes than it is on, or than Clyde, Clyde's success, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like, he, Clyde, Clyde, needs other things to go to go well for him to succeed whereas juju if pat mahomes likes him then it's going to be good because he will be able to get it to him and he will be able to do things and find him in good spots and do crazy whatever's right so i i agree with that statement but i do think that i mean i liked i liked what i saw when i saw clyde out there um i know he's not going to be a a workhorse back but both MVS and Michael Hardman kind of, in my opinion, stunk it up. And I think that Sky Moore is going to start to see more usage as the season goes on. Yeah, I wouldn't I uh, wouldn't argue that for a second. I agree. I mean, I think what Hardman caught that really late touchdown or something. So maybe it doesn't look as bad with that TD, the one next to the TD. But I don't think anyone besides Juju and obviously Kelsey looked that you know, formidable in that, in the passing game. And then speaking of which, right. I mean, Kelsey looks great. Yeah. He looked great. I was, I was (laughs) surprised. He looked great. He looked great. I thought I was worried that last year kind of, you know, he was starting to look a little bit, you know, not as great, but he actually looked really good. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's, you know, I think some people were worried when they came out and said, yeah, it's gonna, it's not going to be, you know, just Tyreek and Kelsey every week. It's going to be a different guy every week. I was like, 
Yeah, you know, that might be true, but I do still think that Kelsey's is going to be the constant where it's going to be yeah. Kelsey's going to have a good game almost every Kelsey's time. Kelsey's the one now. Yeah, yeah Kelsey's the exactly. one. And, and then uh, everyone else is kind of. The, exactly. The two will rotate. You know, this week it was Juju. And I do think it will be Juju more, more weeks than not. But, you know, we're going to have a big, big, you know, MVS catches two touchdowns. Say, though, so he gets 100 plus yards. And, all of these players are sells to me in Dynasty. Kelsey, Juju, and Clyde. They're all players I want to sell. Kelsey, this is your chance. He's he's old. This is this is your chance. You saw it once. Yeah, but you want to you, you want to win another ship. Kelsey, well, yeah. maybe you keep him. Well, that, if, you know, yeah. you there keep are him. people who are in rebuilds who've had Kelsey the whole offseason have struggled to sell him. Now's your chance. <laughs> With Juju and Clyde, I Clyde, I just don't believe in the talent, and nothing from this game changed my mind. And Juju, uh, I would probably be the one I'd be most likely to hold on to of the three, but. I'm fine selling him if someone really thinks the old Juju is back because I still don't think the old Juju is back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, for for as good as as the Chiefs looked, I think the other side looked just as bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, it <laughs> just was yeah. bad. Really bad. I mean, I, I I saw your tweet, Tyler, and made me crack up. I guess I also missed the meeting where Greg Dorsch is the is the wide receiver one of the uh, Cardinals. So, yeah, like all of that players, as well. <laughs> of the players who just came out of nowhere, he's probably high on the list of players I maybe would actually consider adding. Because he, I mean, he, he I know the he's team only likes him. He's around like he's a younger year. player. He made a few plays last year, and I remember being like, Greg Dorsch, who, who's this guy? And I, I think, isn't he, am I wrong? Is he, I thought he was a hybrid, like, running back wide receiver. Or, like, I, so. I thought he was a hybrid I something. I don't think so. Because I I, th- I swear I remember him getting carries at first, and I was like, who's this guy? And then, but maybe that was someone else. But I do think the team likes him. They've kept him around, and they're clearly using him when they don't have some of the pieces that they're, they're expecting I'd to have, have him over AJ Green. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but yeah, Greg George, I, I would add in, in deep leagues. Again, I'm not really it's it's not like I'm spending all my fab on him or anything, but he's probably someone I would actually add um over some of the other players we've discussed who are not players I would actually add. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, agree. Nope. I mean turn for Kyler going forward. Uh, not really, not really for Kyler. No, Hollywood. I mean, he was out there for the snaps. He did catch a touchdown. Six targets, not what we want, but wide receivers are inconsistent. He played ninety-five percent of snaps. He did catch mm-hmm. four of six. He did catch a touchdown. It wasn't the end of the world. Uh, if anyone's panicking on Hollywood, I'm, I'm okay buying him. Uh, he was not bad. Yeah, I mean. I'm more I'm more concerned with James Conner than than Kyler. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. James Conner. He's I'm he, he's, he's the clear RB one of the team. Like yes, but he just as I just the same with last year. He's just so inefficient with his with his his rushes. Like he's just inefficient. And if he doesn't get twenty touchdowns, like where is he going to end in, in full PPR scoring, which is like the default. Like. It's just, there's no way uh, he's sneaking into the top no. 15 without 15 touchdowns. <laughs> and it's so, yeah, it might, I mean, it might I thought that was concerning. Move away from James Conner. Mm-hmm. You know. Definitely. I mean, 
He did. Cardinals offense is uninspiring. To say he the least. did have that rushing touchdown and five receptions, which kind of saved his fantasy day. So if oh, yeah. just looking at the fantasy points, they might still be in, but he, he was not good at all. No, and that was always, I mean, that was the issue last year. He didn't, he wasn't like, he was like a two and a half yard per carry guy for most, like most games. Yeah. He and he just save himself, yeah, save himself with a touchdown or two, or like, you know, a couple empty calorie catches or whatever it and is. Then, and then it's like, Zach yeah. Ertz, um, he was coming off the injury, so I wouldn't panic. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't, it was scary. He was, like, very uninvolved for most of the game, but then at the end, he, you know, he got a couple targets. He, he caught a touchdown, injury. I think, and so, yeah. It's terrifying that Trey McBride couldn't even make the game day roster. Mm. That wasn't good. Uh, you know, Benjamin is the clear backup. He, he's the mm -hmm. backup. Keontae Ingram wasn't even active either. No. So, he, that might have been a wasted pick, because Daryl Williams seems ahead of him. Daryl Williams didn't yeah. get a touch. So he's not really worth Riddle. anything either. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, there's not much tough. else to say really. I think Zach Ertz will yeah. be more involved as he's healthier. Um, AJ Green is washed up and hopefully Rondo Moore returns soon. Uh, but yeah, this I offense so. I think needs DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we got one more, one more game left, right? Yeah. Um, I do. I do have to, head out for work but i wanted to i wanted to ask one question just a quick quick question see if you remember from last night do we do we remember who led in yards per rush attempt last night between either teams either team julio jones yeah you there got you it are. i loved seeing that <laughs> so i thought that was great obviously i mean Julio was getting involved, and he, they was getting him a couple rushes. You know, who I doesn't know. love to see that? I thought that was great. So, you know, that was my, my little fun stat before I got head out. But I almost made it through. Unfortunately, I do have to head out now. But as always, great talking to you guys. And just so happy to have real football that we can talk I about. I know. I love it's it. So happy. It. <laughs> it's like, we're not just, you know, it's not just ifs and, and buts and what ifs and whatever. It's just now it's like, all right, we've seen it for a week. Let's react to it. Which ones are going to yeah. be overreactions, which one we got to react more to whatever, but it was awesome. I know you guys are going to crush the last game and I'll see you. See you guys later. And thank you. If you're here watching, have a good one. See you. So, oh, 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 we got two. Oh, nice. I've got this one yes, existed. Isn't that All right. great that we're prepared? All right. So, yeah, exactly. this last game is actually one of the most important, but not it because really it happened during the game, but because of Dak Prescott's injury. But let's start with Tampa Bay and then we'll move on. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn and Kyle Trask weren't active there. They're just finished to me. Uh, Kyle Trask is droppable even in Superflex. Uh, Rashad White did see some snaps. So, I'm, I'm, I like that going forward. Let's see if he gets a bigger role. Leonard Fournette, though, is still usable. 20, he looked great. 21 yeah. for 127. Uh, he was he was great. So, yeah, is there anything really to say about too. the Bucks? I mean, Chris Godwin's injury. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin's injury kind of changes any takeaways from the game. Because we, Chris Godwin's going to be out for a few weeks. So, now it's not really relevant what happened. I think it's pretty clear. Mike Evans is their one now. And then Julio Jones, I would expect to serve as the two. And Gage is the three. Julio Jones is going to be usable. Yeah. Huh? 200%. Without Godwin. I, mean, I don't think he was going to be usable with him. But he, he no, is. He without. was getting involved. 
He was getting involved, but I think Godwin would have ramped up. Yeah, I, I agree, but it's just... Should I trade Dalton Schultz, DJ Chark, Devontae Parker for Brees Hall and Kyle Pitts? Yes. Yes. He obviously. Wow. Yeah, obviously. A little, little um, jealous. So what's so what's your take here? I mean, in Dynasty, I mean, Mike Evans, I think this is, a, this is again, this is your chance. Please, 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 please sell him while you can. Um, Chris Godwin is going to come back eventually. Mike Evans, uh, you know, seven targets was fine, but I would sell him. Uh, I would get out. Tom Brady is done after this year. Kareem Hunt plus for Brandon Cooks plus what? They're they're worth about the same. Yeah. Plus nothing. Yeah. I'd say nothing. Especially no PPR. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mike Evans to me, this is another sell window. I'd consider taking it. Uh, Julio Jones is gonna be probably a wide receiver three, you know. Trade to Hilliard for Irv Smith. I love that. Um, I'll take that. Julio Jones is gonna be probably a wide receiver three, right? Yeah. That's, I didn't expect to see that one this early on in the season. I don't know about you. And then what about Russell Gage? I think will also be somewhat usable. He was hurt and he was kind of being obviously worked into the offense. Yeah. Um, he only saw 42% of snaps. Rashad Perryman equaled him. So I would say that uh, Russell Gage is someone I would, I'm not going to say I'm going to buy low on Russell Gage, but I would, uh, you know, I, I didn't really drop him in my rankings because he's going to get an opportunity now with Godwin out again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's kind of hanging around my rankings. He did get a pretty big contract from them. So I, I, I don't mind him. And he's improved every year of his career. He's a player I think is decent. So I, I have him around. He's only 25 or 26. Good young player. I think he turns 26 next week. Kareem Hunt or James Robinson? I'll take James, Kareem Hunt. I feel like James Robinson. I mean. No, I, I have yeah. to take the fantasy points from Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt put up way more fantasy points than James Robinson, and I don't think that's going to change. Kareem Hunt is a touchdown might. machine. Whenever they get to the, whenever they get anywhere near the end zone, they go to Kareem Hunt. It's really weird. I don't know. Maybe they should go away from that. Maybe that's what I'm leaning into a little bit no more. No PPR should... makes it closer, but it's still yeah. the touchdowns. I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. I'm, I am worried that Travis Etienne is going to get even more involved, and James Robinson is going to be more of a thorn or a handcuff, or we're waiting for him next year. Just concerned about the Browns offense. Yeah. North Carolina's okay. Yeah. Middle of the Kareem road. Hunt is good though. He is good. So is James Robinson. I know yeah. we don't know off the Achilles, but yeah. So um, but yeah, I think anything else to say about the Bucks? I think the big thing no, is yeah, we, have to, we have to dive into Dallas. That's Dallas the big news. Yeah. I think it was the big news of the night before even Dak got hurt because their offense was just so putrid. Like it, This offense was horrible. Yeah, no, it was horrible. Okay. I mean, Jalen Tolbert, despite everyone being out, could not make the game day roster. So he's – and now with – I mean, now we don't even have Dak. I mean, Jalen Tolbert is borderline – I mean, can you even, can you even roster Jalen Tolbert? I mean, I guess in a dynasty league you still can, right? Yeah. We're but talking it's... about a flyer player, someone who has very little value. Yeah, I mean... What about said, Noah Brown? Noah Brown, I mean... Noah Brown, I think it's the kind of thing, like, if Dak Prescott had not gotten hurt, then maybe we'd be talking about Noah Brown as a waiver wire ad. But are you going to add Noah Brown now? You can't. Get Cooper Rush in? I I don't think so, right? No. no. Who is Dennis Houston? 
Well, I don't even know who that is. He's an undrafted free agent this year, if I'm remembering correctly, and he beat out Tolbert for the roster spot. I mean, yeah. So. Tolbert is just stunned me. Noah Brown, I think. I would rather, if I'm going to add a deep wide receiver on waivers, it, it would be Noah Brown if the injury had not happened. But because it did, I'd rather go with Craig Dortch. I'd rather take a chance on Greg Dortch than Noah Brown. So Greg Dortch is younger than Noah Brown. Noah Brown has been around for a long time, hasn't he? Yeah, Noah feels Brown's like 20, it. a couple years older. Noah Brown's been in the league since 2017, so a lot longer. So I think I'd rather take my chances on Greg Dortch, someone I know less about, rather than the player I know more about than Noah Brown. Yeah, undrafted free agent out of Western Illinois. Also, Michael nice. Gallup is coming back very soon. Like I think it's possible Michael Gallup plays week two. So yeah, Noah, it. But it doesn't matter because without Dak, it doesn't matter. So Noah Brown is mostly a pass for me on waivers. I, I'm not really not interested. Um, Dalton Schultz played 100% of snaps and was 7 of 62 on nine targets. But what about what's he going to do? Is it going to be good without Dak? We don't know. I don't think he's really going to be very usable without Dak. I mean, Dak still played 77% of the snaps in this game. So... Is Dalton Schultz going to be able to do anything without Dak? I'm concerned. So, but in Dynasty, I think you have to hold at this point because he played 100% of snaps. He was yeah. good. He was played 100% of snaps and performed well on the snaps he did play. So, I do think he's the next Austin Hooper, someone who's really not that good, is in a good situation, gets a big contract and disappoints on that big contract. But I don't see how you, what return are you going to get for him? So you just hold on to him, right? What? There's no option. No other option. And then, and then there's Ceedee Lamb. I don't think we have to talk about Dennis Houston. I'm not adding him. Uh, then there's Ceedee Lamb. What about Ceedee Lamb's uh, two for twenty nine on eleven targets? What on earth do we do there? You have to hold. You have to. In Dynasty, where would you rank Ceedee Lamb at this point? Oh goodness, he was he was already down there to begin with for me it'd probably be like in the tennis range ten. Eight, ten, eight, ten. so would you rather have cooper cup yeah jalen waddle probably now yeah um what about t higgins t higgins definitely debo that's where it starts to get iffy a little bit where did I have C? Where did I have CD rank before the season? I had him three before the season. I'm lying to myself over here, but I had him I was at three dropping, also. We I was dropping him down. I'd rather. I just don't. I was out on the talent as the off season went on. Like after we did our episode, yeah, it's just not. It doesn't seem like he's going to post those big numbers. I think that's close to reality now. I don't know if I'd rather have T. Higgins, though. T. Higgins did absolutely nothing and then got a concussion. Yeah, but to be fair, that was an ugly first half of football played by the Bengals. I understand that, but some of these targets that CeeDee Lamb didn't catch were miles in the wrong direction. That's true, but you're also without... He had, He actually had targets. T. Higgins didn't do anything. I mean... Okay, do you think his value will maintain without Dak? Because people will just be like, oh, it's Cooper Rush throwing the ball. No, I don't. I mean, I think it's kind of like 
Well, who would you rather have, CeeDee Lamb or DK Metcalf? Uh, DK. DK. Yeah, I guess I'm going to be buying CeeDee Lamb then because I still have him at, at six. I mean, I just see, like, so many avenues for these guys to just jump CD. I I understand, but some of the guys we want to jump him have their own issues. Debo Samuel, I have serious concerns. Well, I don't have uh, – Debo Debo's the one. I have also serious concerns that coming up. Let's see how that goes. I I, I think he gets a new quarterback. I think this year he puts up decent stats with Geno Smith like he did in those games Yeah, but Dak is coming back. I know Dak is coming coming back, back. but – I just feel like uh, I think I, I guess still I'm more believe out in in CD Lamb. I guess I I don't know, but let's see what happens. If it if it turns ugly, then I guess I'll have to keep lowering him. But I've already really? lowered him from just you know I've already lowered him from three to six. We we haven't so like, I just, seen. I mean, CD Lamb's played good. Don't get me wrong. We haven't seen like no, but we haven't really seen what you're saying from like Michael Pittman either. That's true, but Michael I Pittman, Pittman I still doesn't have, have the draft capital, him. the pedigree, the prospect profile, the talent. CeeDee Lamb's top season was wide receiver 19 in his first two years. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's just that there aren't that many. A lot of the guys you would raise over him are either old, like, you know, Devontae Adams or Stefan Diggs, somewhat unproven as well, like Michael Pittman, or, you know, uh, have their own issues. Although T. Higgins, I would say, if T. Higgins actually was getting to, into re-listen, love the commitment, thank you. And buying low, no, 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 not 223 first. That's not low. Uh, no, what I'm talking about buying low would be like, if I could send, who would I take? I mean, who had a good week? If I could send like, I mean, if I could send Michael Pittman straight across for CD Lamb, I would do it. Or Saquon Barkley. I could give, if I could get rid of Saquon Barkley. And just get rid of that problem uh, off the good game and trade him for CD Lamb. I probably would. Devonte Adams. Right now, if I could go young, go young off Devonte Adams and get CD Lamb. I'd say eight or nine. Looking at it right now, I know I said eight to ten. Yeah, but yeah, let, let, let's see how it goes for me. Like I need to see. I mean, I'm still on the fence about T Higgins, Debo Samuel, and DK Metcalf themselves. You know, Stefan Diggs and Michael Pittman, I kind of more know what they are. Like, I know what they are. I have a good idea of what I'm getting from those two. I'm, I mean, I feel like DK is just underrated. I know he has a terrible situation. Well, I just want to he- see how bad it is. How, what, what is bad? Is bad wide receiver 25? That is true. Is it 30? Is it 20? Is it 10? What, what's bad? Like, because it matters to me how bad bad is. Like, if he's really that great, he should be able to be a, at least a high-end two this year, which is where I ranked him. I ranked him for in redraft. Not Maybe not high-end two, but I ranked him at, like, 16 or 17. I was, if he's wide I was receiver 25, I'm going to have a problem. Right, but if, if he's wide receiver 25 this year, that's not going to be acceptable. He needs uh, to be I understand what you're saying. And then CD gets the pass or mostly not having. Yeah, but Dak yeah. is coming back. There's no guarantee that Seattle is going to get – what quarterback is going to come in that's going to be better than Dak? There aren't that many. Dak is good. See, I I, I agree with that. It's it's more that it's not I like think... Dak has you know disappeared from the face of the earth. No, he is coming back this year. He's coming back. Yeah, 
around yeah. probably week 11, week 12, maybe. Or so, yeah. He's going to come back, and we're going to see it. I just think DK's a superior talent to... I think DK's a superior talent, but I'm not sure. Well, we'll see tonight. It's it's unanswered. We can't... I am interested to see the target share, at the very least, for DK. Yeah, me too. Um, it's going to be, gonna be yeah, interesting he, tonight. Maybe I am buying low on CD Lamb then. Not in redraft. In redraft, I just don't want CD Lamb. No, I'll redraft just, uh, season's over. Because yeah, I, I, I don't want the Cooper Rush games. But in Dynasty, I can look beyond that and buy low. But yeah, in redraft, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to stick it out with Cooper Rush? I think they're going to try to get someone else, but they might not succeed. Um, I mean, there's Gardner not many Minshew options. would be... I mean, who are the real options, right? Who... Who are the legitimate options who could be on the trade block? Jordan Love. Uh, that's one. Okay. Uh, that, that's uh, an option. I'll give you uh, another. You're not going to like it. Mason what? Rudolph. No, no, no. That, that's worse than Cooper Rush. Like, uh, anyway, I actually think that's worse. I actually think you're better off with the guy you've had over Mason Rudolph, who you haven't had. So I actually, I actually would prefer yeah, to just stick I mean, with Cooper Rush. Cam Newton's still out there. No, no, no. I mean, that's, again, worse than nothing. I, I think that we're talking about worse than nothing. I'm talking about improvement. Like, I think Jordan Love has a chance to be an improvement. We don't know. Yeah, but are they really going to? No, I don't think they will, but I'm just saying. Rogers that's, could easily That's dip. an option. Gardner Minshew is an option. Tyler Huntley was talked about. Now, that would not be good for fantasy, but I do think he would be an upgrade. But they'd have he to change their entire offense. Tyler Huntley cannot run what the Cowboys offense was. They would have to change the entire offense to accommodate him. Yeah. Um, but so I do Minshew think it would be an upgrade. Minshew and Jordan Love and Tyler Minshew Huntley. Jordan Love, um, a Teddy Bridgewater. I, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater would be an improvement. True. Uh, Taylor Heineke would be an improvement. And Sam Howell's ready to be back up, I think. Taylor yeah, Heineke but... would be an improvement. Dalton again, yes. Dalton again would be an improvement. Over, was Dalton good the last time he was there? No. Would he be an improvement over Cooper Rush? Yes. Ryan Fitzpatrick out of retirement, I think is still better than Cam. Yeah. Sudden or Lamb, I'll take Lamb. Yeah. Also, also you got to think, a couple of those names that you mentioned were interdivision opponents, and they're just not going to – they're not going to do any favors. I think that if the, the Cowboys offered, like, a third-round pick for Taylor Heineke, I think Washington would take it. Oh, yeah, well – yeah, I'm saying like they won't do many favors and just give up back. No, they're not going to do them a favor, gonna, but I think they're going to have to overpay a little bit. Yeah, I think a, a second round pick for Minshew would be overpaying. Yeah, I think the I think the Eagles would accept it. Uh, you know, and a, a third round pick for Taylor Heineke, I think, would be way overpaying because I don't think Taylor Heineke is worth anything. And I think the uh, Washington would take it because I, I actually think it would be good for Washington to take it and get Sam Howell in as the backup. I actually, I actually think Taylor Heineke. I hadn't really thought of that before the show. But I actually think that's like a good option. Yeah, to be honest. I mean, uh, we we could already table Jimmy Nick G. Foles. Nick Foles in um, Indianapolis, if they want to go back to Sam Ellinger as the backup, maybe. Nick Foles we're we're tabling Jimmy G, right? Sure. I mean, Jimmy G is the best option, but I don't know if. Well, I, I think he stays. I, I yeah, I, I think that's going to cost so much now because they have a lot of leverage. Yeah, I, I think he stays. I mean, it's not an upgrade, but Drew Locke, I don't know if someone I could look no, into. No, Drew Locke is Drew Locke is not an upgrade. I, it's, I, I said it's an upgrade over I just said they Rush, look but it's him. really not. It's not good. Let's see. I don't believe that they're actually going to start eight games of Cooper Rush. 
Like, I really don't believe Believe that. it. Jerry Jones is the ego, too. I really don't believe that. I really think that it's, it, it would be Ryan Fitzpatrick out of retirement, more likely. I am serious. I actually Look, think that they're going to call. This this team also scares me from a dynasty perspective because Jerry oh, Jones I mean, is just so bad. Yeah, so I think we talked enough about Lamb. We talked about Schultz. What about Pollard and Zeke? So, oh, the Pollard usage as a wide receiver, not really. Not really. I mean, the two running backs played 113% of snaps. So not much extra. No other running back played. There was only... So that means that there was a little bit of overlap, but that's not what, like, it's not like Zeke played 80% and Pollard played 60. They played 58 and 55. So there were a handful of plays where they were both on the field, but not many. So that usage, as I said a zillion times, did not, it was never going to happen and didn't happen. Yeah, and now teams are going to load the box against them too. Yeah, they're going to load the box. Cooper so, Rush yeah, at all. Zeke actually looked fine. Tony Pollard yeah. looked bad. Uh, but it doesn't matter if Zeke has juice now because Zeke is not Zeke wasn't usable in this game and mm-hmm. that was with Dak. So it's going to be even worse. Uh, you're Jeff not going to be able to start either player as a running. I mean, given that it's a basically a 50, 50 split of snaps. I, I mean, Zeke, I think is going to be outside of running back two range and Pollard is going to be outside of the top 35. You're not going to be able to start either player. And Jeff Wilson is a better handcuff. Yeah. I mean, when your handcuff's going to start some games, probably. It's sad because actually Zeke looked better than I thought he would, but it won't matter. Yeah. It won't matter without Dak. He'll be completely interested. Yeah, the fantasy season's basically lost for most Dallas players. I do think that if you, you might be able to start. Like, where are you going to rank CeeDee Lamb next week with Cooper Rush? I mean, he, he had the target share. He's the clear number one in the offense. You got to rank him somewhere. I mean, you can't rank him at 30. I mean, I guess you could. You and could. You could. I mean, I, I ranked him this week in the top 10. I'm obviously not going to rank him there. I'm probably going to rank him somewhere in the 20s. It feels right. Like, And, and if it's if it's another disaster, then well, I'll have to consider. Like but low low two, maybe high three, like in that 24, yeah, 23, Probably around 25. 25, yeah. You can't put him any higher than that. No. There's too many good He's not going to be top 20. There's too many good receivers. Yeah, like like last week, for example, like Hollywood Brown and Jalen Waddle were 19 and 20. And like, but like Adam Thielen and Christian Kirk and Devonta Smith, Elijah Moore, like they were in 29 to 32. So I might still, I might have, even this version of CD Lamb, I probably would have ranked above those guys. So like, yeah, you're right. He'll be in the 20s somewhere. Yeah, you can't hear yourself. Somewhere can around you? 25. So matchup against the Bengals, which is a could be a high-flying game. I mean, the Cowboys are going to be playing from behind. It's really Zeke, actually. Zeke and Pollard that I'm going to get off because the the script is just not going to favor them. So, you we've made it to the end. You can't hear yourself, right? My air, We went so long, my AirPods fully charged died. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that, that does it for our week one recap. Goodness, that yeah. long show, but we made it. Yep. But yeah, thanks for everyone for watching. If you liked it and you're still here, make sure to like the video, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel. And uh, yeah, we will. I'll be back um, simulcast on both this and uh, Ask DLF with, um, on DLF with uh, Ask DLF at 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. And then I'll be back 11.30 a.m. Eastern again simulcast on Sunday. 
Let's start sit, and then I'll be right back here uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern, a week from today, uh, to cover the week two recap. Uh, but yeah, you can follow us both on our Twitters right there. And yeah, anything else you want to say? Nah, I just enjoyed football finally being back, and I'm looking forward to the night. Aw, thank you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Was that Russell Wilson comment real, or was that a was that a a fake post account? I don't know. That I saw swirling around that Boomer cheer me, I'll make them regret it or something like that. Like I. Just, oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like Russ. Anyway, until next week, peace out. See you.